Health Systems, First Federal Savings Bank, Oliver Ford Lincoln, Rochester Orthopedics, Montgomery Well Drilling, Bowman's Tin Shop, Computers, Coal Lions Propane, Marshall County REMC, The Pilot News, Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, and stay tuned as we head to the rock pile right after this. Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialist Larry Falsich or Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth or apply online at www.firstfederalsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured. Equal housing lender. Larry Falstich, NMLS 399950. Gina Howell, NMLS 399951. Sandra, tell me your favorite thing about Indiana high school sports. Well, Chris, as a fellow IHSA assistant commissioner, I don't know if I can choose just one. Tell me, what's yours? It's the little victories, the day-to-day -day achievements of student-athletes, the real character-building stuff. Absolutely. One of mine as well. All the hard work off the court, the field, the mat, the deck, those defining moments during practices that the crowd never sees. Exactly. And we don't celebrate those victories enough. We don't. And there's an even bigger victory we need to celebrate. That's right. We welcome fans back to high school sporting events across Indiana. So, buy a ticket to your high school's next athletic event. The schools and student-athletes deserve your support. They need you in the stands now more than ever. This is your team. This is your community. This is your IHSAA. It's time for the Commissioner's Corner, an exclusive weekly conversation about Indiana high school sports with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Now for an up-to-the-minute report about what's happening in the constantly changing world of high school sports, here's Coach Bob Lovell with Commissioner Paul Neidig. Welcome back, everyone, to our weekly conversation with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig and Commissioner Neidig, it's tournament time in, in our state in high school sports. It's hard to say in the sense that it just seemed like we got started not long ago, which is true, but we have um, golf state finals at Prairie View on Saturday. The pairings are out for the soccer tournament, so uh, we are off and running from now. We're going to have a lot of tournaments in the next few weekends. Boy, isn't it great, Bob? We're ready to go, you know, and it's it's been great. I mean, we've had uh, phenomenal crowds, people coming out and watch, but girls golf uh, state championship this weekend at Prairie View, uh, and I know a lot of folks out there are big fans, but it's incredible the level of the golfers that we have in the state. I mean, we have mm -hmm. kids that are student-athletes that are playing that uh, go on and do great things collegiately, and, and I'm sure a few of these girls may make it the tour someday. I mean, that's just the quality of the field that we have. Uh, we had a girl last week shot a 62 in a, in a qualifying round, which set a state record uh, for the lowest round ever in an IHSA golf event. He's the commissioner of the IHSA, Paul Knighty, and we're talking about all things IHSAA. You mentioned, or I mentioned, the uh, pairing show for soccer uh, has just concluded. Uh, Paul Condry and I will be joined by you. We're hopeful uh, on October the 10th for the uh, football pairing show, which is coming up sooner than we realize. 
It is right around the corner. And actually, Commissioner Falcons and I were, were just talking a little bit ago about our uh, football pairing show and what we needed to do in-house here to get prepared for the draw and, and make sure that you guys um, have all the – you and Paul have all the great information that you need to, to tell the stories along the way. So, yeah, we're excited about it. Uh, and then we got a little thing called a volleyball tournament right around the corner also, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, amazing. Yeah. And to, yeah, to this point, you've been fortunate to be able to play most of your contests, and we're all hopeful, obviously, that that continues throughout the tournaments. It will. It will. I mean, we know people are out there, and it's always a tragedy when a kid can't play a game, regardless of the reason. And so people are working hard to, to stay within protocol to make sure their student-athletes can play, and we certainly want to uh, encourage them to continue to do so because, you know, you want to get a short time to be able, to be able to play in high school and put your jersey on, and we want to make sure all kids get every opportunity they can. Well, we have week seven of high school football, and uh, whoever has in charge of the weather, I'm assuming that's you for the uh, football season. <laughs> You've done a wonderful job of it, so keep up the good work. Well, Bob, we're going to keep keep working at that, but I can tell you I've tried to call Mother Nature before, and to this point she's not called me back, but we're going to keep working and at least asking for great weather throughout the rest of the tournament. You've had great football weekends, Paul. I mean, you've had great games. There've been uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of great play individually, collectively. We're now at a point where these next couple weekends will wrap up uh, conference standings, and so, uh, you know, kudos to everybody involved because I think this has been an extremely exciting regular season, which bodes well for the upcoming tournament. It does. You know, it um, schools kind of have settled in now. You know, we've got they're starting to to make their plan for their run to the state tournament. Uh, they may have a kid that's been out with injury that they're hoping to get back, or may make a few just. But yeah, teams are really fine tuning what their game plan is for postseason at this point of the year. And uh, I, I really watching scores come in every week. I think we're going to see a tournament that we haven't seen in many many years when it comes to parity and just fan support and, and quality of play uh, it's going to be a phenomenal weekend uh, thanksgiving weekend at, at lucas oil uh with our partner the colts he's the commissioner of the ihsaa paul knightig in our weekly conversation about all things ihsaa related commissioner as always it's great to talk to you thanks so much for your time and have a wonderful week bob you do the same and look forward to uh to your show this weekend and hearing about all the great teams around the state of indiana thanks paul i appreciate it Thanks for listening to The Commissioner's Corner with IHSAA Commissioner Paul Neidig and Coach Bob Lovell. And thank you for your continued support of the high schools in your community. If you're running your own business, you need a professional email address, not one of those freebies. A proper email address is critical in developing your business brand. Talk to the professionals at AFIUS for a complete email package designed around you and your business needs. We offer business class email from Microsoft, Google, and our very own cloud mail solution. Call 574-936-9644 or visit us online at aphius.com. That's A-P-H-E-U-S.com. 
No matter the season, if it's your air conditioner or your furnace, Bowman's Tin Shop in Plymouth is the place to call. Bowman's Tin Shop has been serving the community for nearly 30 years and still does custom sheet metal work and plumbing. Installation and repair of heating, air conditioning units, plumbing, and ductwork for residential and commercial use. Whatever your needs, be sure to call or stop by Bowman's Tin Shop in downtown Plymouth. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. Time for the St. Joe Health System Culture Show. And let's check in with Rockies head coach, John Barron. We're here with Plymouth head football coach, John Barron. And, uh, well, you know, another week, another chance to get out there and play football. Yeah, you know, we've had a, a good week. Um, we've had, uh, you know, a chance to look at what, the, you know, the film looked like from Mishawaka and, and then move on to... Uh, well, we'll see and, and um, you know, you see uh, see a good team that probably is thinking like we're thinking, hey, we got a chance at this just based upon record. Um, you know, you don't you don't solely put much stock into that because of what who you play uh, and every situation is different. But, you know, you they got to be thinking, hey, you know, we got a chance. So I think it's important to know who you're playing and and. Uh, you know, we're walking into a, kind of a hornet's nest with um, homecoming. And, uh, you know, and sometimes kids just play really good on big nights. And, and uh, you know, hopefully we, we, can, we can put it all together and, 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 uh, and, and get a win. Anybody looking at it, though, I mean, I'm sure the way they're looking at it is look at the teams we've played before. That record means absolutely nothing. Right. And, you know, I... I think that uh, any game in the NLC, um, just over the years, you really can throw out the records. There are so many rivalries within the rivalries um, because these kids see each other in a lot of different sports, right. you know. And, and uh, you know, Wallace is a team that, honestly, they, they've played really well against us. And um, we've had a lot of teams that should have beaten them that, came up short and it wasn't because of anything lack on our part but they just played really well and that's what kind of worries me about uh about them is they have some good size they've got some good speed on the outside i like what they do schematically coach rita boo's doing a good job over there and uh again i you know we obviously need to figure some things out about ourselves Practice this week, how's it been for you guys? I mean, we're still kind of halfway through the week when we're recording this, but um, you have some feel about where you're at? Um, you know, we were a little beat up uh, after Mishawaka, and um, so, but our guys have had a good attitude, Rusty. I mean, they came in Saturday morning, they were ready, they were ready to learn, they were ready to, 
um, look and listen and learn uh, and, and hear about the things that we we felt were the reasons why we didn't have as much success at Mishawaka as we had hoped. Um, and then we moved on to Wawasee. And um, again, I, I sound like a broken record, but our guys are engaged. They they come to practice with good attitudes. They're they're playing hard in practice. Um, you know, they're giving great effort, and they they continually act like they care about one another. So if a kid's giving great effort and they show that they care about our team, I mean, yeah, we're not doing it on the scoreboard, but I think our kids are learning a lot about themselves. Offensively, I know that it's a process. Uh, defense clearly is not as intricate as an offense, but uh, how do you feel about the development of your guys on that side of the ball? Um, you know, I think when you make the change from spread to under center, uh, it, it obviously is a challenge. And unfortunately for us, I think, um, you know, we made a change right when we were going to play kind of a three-headed monster of, yeah. of defenses in our, in our, on our schedule. And um, those three teams are really good. So it's hard to uh, totally assess what we've done. Um, you know, I think with what we've done this week, Lennon looks a little bit more comfortable. Um, we just got to find more ways to get the ball to Devontae. You know, he had five touches last week for negative one yards. And that's not the formula for Plymouth to win right now. Devontae needs to touch the ball. Because inevitably, if he has the ball in his hand, something good is going to happen. So, and honestly, Lennon needs to run the ball more. Like, we, we've got to get him involved in the running game. Um, we know Lennon can throw it. Every game we've played, he's had a big pass play involved. Um, so I think, you know, allowing those two guys to feel more comfortable uh, is really kind of the focus right now. I, I think our offensive line has been steady. We've... We've had some uh, glitches along the way, uh, but I think we've got the five guys that are the guys that are going to... Are you in pain from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board-certified and fellowship-trained surgeons Dr. Lisa Ronback and Dr. Jeffrey Sheedy at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574-223-9525, and come to expect the best. Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at a competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. Today is a great time to look at the track you've had your eye on. So stop in at MasterTech in Plymouth to look over and test drive one of the new Montana tractors. With a three-year warranty, Montana tractors are built for rugged, reliable performance. Pound for pound, they're today's best buy in utility and compact tractors. Plus, you can match your tractor to a wide range of American-made Montana implements. See MasterTech in Plymouth and check out the model that's right for you. 
Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. Having problems with your well or need a new well? Call Montgomery Well Drilling. They're a complete water system service where they deal with residential and industrial wells from 4 to 12 inches. Montgomery Well Drilling uses a rotary well drilling system with constant pressure water system installed. Montgomery Well also has 24-hour emergency service, so call Calvin or Tim at 936-6239 for all your well needs. Montgomery Well Drilling, 12499 Olive Trail, Plymouth, serving the Plymouth community for 30 years. And welcome to Plymouth High, Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee tonight. Almost forgot who was sitting next to me there for a second, but uh, it'd be hard to forget you, Joe. No, no. Really would be be hard to forget you. Uh, Plymouth and Concord, it is homecoming night tonight here at Plymouth. And uh, it is a huge task for the Rockies tonight. They come in without a win, and the only loss for Concord is to... Elkhart, opening night, and a lot of folks would tell you Elkhart has a, a decent football team this year. Pretty decent team, and that, that game was actually only 12-7, to 7, so kind of probably a little early jitters for both teams, but since then, Concord's been on a roll. They have been on a big roll, and the one that uh, you might have heard if we'd had the right pregame show playing, uh, <laughs> you would have heard that uh, they – dismantled Mishawaka. It wasn't just a, it was a beating. And, uh, you know, John flat out said, I didn't think anybody could do that to uh, Mishawaka and they did it. And he said, the most important, impressive part of this team, it's not necessarily their offensive explosion, but he says their defense is really good. Their defense is good. They got a couple big defensive ends that are going to give us a lot of trouble tonight. And that win against Mishawaka is by a couple touchdowns. So they did, you know, beat them pretty well. They had a overtime win against Northwood, which we know Northwood just uh, beat Northridge last week pretty decent. Well, now let's also, I covered Northwood football for a number of years when I first was out of college. And okay. don't underestimate the level of uh, rivalry there is between those two. Concord is the team they want to beat more than that. Concord is their Warsaw. That, in yeah. Northwood. I would so. think so, yeah, up around that Jimtown area yeah. and all those schools, they, yeah. they kind of gun for each other. So that one, uh, that one's always going to be a tight game. So I, they have some explosive players. Quarterback doesn't mind throwing the football. Hunter Dutton will be uh, the uh, uh, starter there. But they have a running back in Titus Hackworth who can score every time he touches the ball. It seems like they, they have these guys every year. They, they find a quarterback who can run and loves to throw. They find a halfback who can score on a dime. And it, 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 they just reload them, and they've got two more this year. And Dutton comes into the game. He's averaging uh, hundred and or 214 yards per game. He's got 15 touchdowns already. Almost 1,300 yards he's passed for. And Hackworth, he's got 522 yards, he's averaging 4.9 yards a carry. So, 
Yeah, they got some weapons around them. Well, and then the wideouts, we haven't even mentioned Amari and Moore. Anybody who's watched football with Concord for a while, Amari and Moore is a outstanding wide receiver. Jack Darcy out there as well, Malik Robinson. So not only does he have a man to hand it to who can score anytime they want, he can put it in the air, and those guys can go get it. And Moore comes in the game with seven touchdown receptions, so that that's pretty solid. He is a heck of a football player. And on the other side of the football, a lot of stuff going on there, too. They have the Zoltukian brothers. I didn't want to say that name, Rusty. I, Zoltukian. I, basketball players, too. Been, okay. uh, been there for a number of years. Armin and Zavin will be uh, at one at middle linebacker, one at outside. They are having outstanding years. They've got, uh, once again, they got a lot of big, strong guys on the offensive line, on the defensive line. It's going to be a, t- a problem tonight. It's going to be a tough game for Plymouth, and they're going to have to build on a little bit last week. I, I wasn't at last week's game, but it sounded like they played a little bit better and they got some things going. So, you know, they're just going to have to not get in a hole so quick, which they have in the past. You know, and something that you think about, at this point you wonder how much of your problem is also mental because you've got it. You got to believe something's going to happen before it will. You can mm-hmm. you can practice all you want. You can get as much better as all you want until you believe something is going to happen. It isn't going to happen. And at this point, you got to hope that they're still buying in. It's going to be a big task tonight. It really going to have to play a perfect game, but you can do it. They they need little short victories. Maybe yes. their first victories to make Concord punt the ball. You know, the first time they get the ball, hey, that's a victory for Plymouth. They're they're just going to have to take little games within the game to build on, and they're going to have to basically play a perfect game. Maybe get a break or two. That's going to have to be in the the game plan too. Get a ball that'll bounce their way. It's just like last week, it seemed like any any break that could have gone against them, went against them. Yeah. And not just being in the right place to make a play, but a ball in the air and just happens to drop into somebody's hands who's in a position to score a touchdown. That was that was frustrating to watch, and you get the feeling even even God's against it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it looks like we're going to be able to see what our defense does right off the bat because Plymouth's getting ready to kick off. We are going to kick off. They will have the football. This is going to be a fun night for me. The Concord Minutemen are on the field with white numbers yeah on I, their white jerseys so there's going to be kind of silver numbers yeah, so yeah but uh like, see i'm so blind i can't even tell the shade no that's tough light. this yes. is gonna be a fun night so um if you're listening from dunlap indiana tonight i'm sorry i'm doing the best i can kick as high it's short as usual and will drop about the 27 Coming forward is the Concord returner. He gets about 35, run out of bounds at the 40, and it'll be first and 10 there for Concord. Kind of think they were ready for that kick, Rusty. Well, I think anybody would be at this point. You got a lot of film out there on yourself. So uh, that was, let me see if I can find his name, kickoff returner. No, it wasn't more. I don't know who it was, but. And here we go, Concord. Right. Got Hunter Dutton. Hopefully, I can tell him by sight here before much longer. Dutton is uh, the quarterback. Running back is Hackworth, and we're waiting for the snap man in motion. 
is Zoltuki, and he'll go to the other side. They're going to fake the handoff, roll out to the right. Hutton looking deep. He's got it in the air, and Devontae Garcia with a great play. Closes on it. It was intended for Jack Darcy. He was thrown out there about 35 yards, and Devontae was not around the receiver but closed on it really quickly and made a nice play. They went for a knockout punch right away. The receiver was open for a while, just didn't have enough air under that ball. So second down and 10, clock stop. We're just underway. Nobody in the backfield now, empty backfield. They got double receivers to the left side, three to the right. Dutton ready, waiting for the snap. Now he'll get it. Looks to throw, quick buggable screen out here to Jarcy. He will make a move, gets a block, and he's down the sideline, run out of bounds. That's going to be really close to a flag on Garcia. That was close. As Jarcy run out of bounds right at the 35, and it's a couple of steps on the sideline. Devontae gave him a shove, but just getting to know him already. Yeah, he's going to introduce himself. Now we've got... Double wise men in the slot. Now they're going to move them. Marion Moore, the only receiver out here, trips to the left. The running back is Hackworth. Snap. Doesn't looking to throw again. He's looking over the middle. Nobody Boy. open. Now he's got a man. He's going to throw it up. Nice play there by Seth Mills as he tried to get it. Darcy coming across the middle. And Mills was right there to knock it away. So a nice play there. Clock stopped at 11.34, second and 10. Great coverage by Mills, but we're going to have to get some pressure on the quarterback there. It could be a long night. He had all day to throw. It's almost like he threw it because he was bored. Yeah. That doesn't look like the Bears game on Sunday. Uh, yeah, okay. Thanks for that. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> Concord ready to go. Trips to the left and Marion Moore to the right. Hackworth, the running back, back to Flip throw again. Coming. Little bubble screen coming back across the middle. It's caught this time up to about the 25. It's close to a first down. I think they're going to give it to him. It to him. Yeah. So, coming across the middle. That was a good play by Concord. Kind of caught Plymouth and a two-man blitz there up the middle. Anthony Mensa with that catch. So, it's first and 10 Concord at the 25. Clock running. At 11.17. Dutton ready to go. Waiting for the play to come in from the sideline. Concord will never huddle. Officials time out here. Not sure what this is for. They're going to make Zoltuki and go out. They're bringing the... Another, it looks like they're going to bring a wide out in and move Mensa uh, down to the sort of tight end position. Have trips to the left again. Hackworth, the running back with Dutton. He's standing to the right of the quarterback. And the snap comes, and a handoff goes to Hackworth. He makes his way on that zone read back across the grain, and he'll be knocked down on the left hash. Gain of about three. It'll be second and seven. Boy, he looked awful quick there. He's listed at 5'9", 190, but, boy, he looked he quick. He is extremely explosive. Let's set that defense for you as soon as we have a chance because we do have a new man out there. Dutton, or Dutton has the uh, call from the sideline. Now they'll sit and wait for the snap. 
He's ready. Snap comes. Throw out here to the left side. All alone is Darcy, but he is closed on quickly. Darafield there. He'll be the one that brings him down, and ball is not loose, but I think he's on the ground. Peyton Bonebreak out there as well. They had to give a cushion, and that's all the yardage that Darcy gets. He gets about five. It's going to be third and two. Christian Quintana is at one end. The new man, Isaac Navajar. Anybody who's watched Plymouth football over the years knows Isaac Navajar. He's at the other end. Chris Johnson, Joey Garcia, the tackles in the middle. Your linebackers are Michael Norris, Caden Hooley, Nathan Darafield, and Michael Sheely. Garcia, the safety, along with uh, Seth Mills and Peyton Bonebreak on the corners. Back to throw is Dutton. Goes over the middle. Man just swings open. Omari and Moore, nobody's going to touch him. That was an – it's funny. You can tell these guys have played together a couple of times. Yeah. Dutton just sat there and waited and then – led Omari into, he was not open when he threw the football. We have to get some pressure on him. There's we can't no leave him back there that long. He had all day to throw and just threw it to a spot and let more run through run to it right across the middle. Nobody there. So six on the board with nine thirty five to play. So it will be Miguel Aguiar to kick the extra point snap is down it's up and it is good and so we will go to break here 935 to play in the first quarter and concord is up seven to nothing back after this John Oliver. We love our customers and we work hard to prove it every day. Buy a car, get free car washes for the life of that car. When your car needs service, we provide a new loaner at no charge. Plus, we give you a complimentary alignment check each time we service your car. That increases tire life. And when you do need tires, we sell them at the lowest price guaranteed. Feel the love at Oliver Ford Lincoln and Plymouth. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee, 935 to go here in the first quarter. And Concord has struck first, 7 to nothing. And now Aguiar will kick it off. Let's see if he'll kick it to uh, Devontae Garcia, who is waiting for it back at about the 3. I was watching him in warm-ups, and he's got a pretty strong leg. He can probably kick it into the end zone if he wants to. Let's see if he wants to. You know, it's funny. You got Joey Garcia, one of the men up there at the 25, so they kick it short. It's going to be Hooley, Heine, or your defensive end. Kick is deep. It's going to be well out of the end zone, and that'll bring it out to the 20. Plymouth will start first and 10. Let's get that starting lineup for you right away before we get a play run. Obviously, Lennon Creek Bomb will be the quarterback. Quentin Heine, the fullback. Your wide receivers are Michael Sheely and Devin Bowering. The wings, Devontae Garcia, Nathan Darafield. And the guys up front, it's Quintana and Norris. Because of the injury to Thad Pletcher, the center, Connor DeLee moves to center. Norris will be the other tackle, Popey and Tolson. Are the guards snap? Kriegbaum back to throw. He's got a man open. Hits him right in the gut. Devontae Garcia with a first down catch. 
Down to about the 35, it'll be first and 10 Plymouth. I think that kind of caught Concord off guard. Nice pass by Creek Palm. One thing we've seen is Lennon can throw the football. East Noble game, he had a heck of a game throwing the ball. And I got to be honest with you, I was surprised. The only change they made a week ago that kind of opened that up, this is the same offense. They just moved the wings five yards further out and took him out from under center and moved him back in what they call the pistol. And it has made a world of difference in him being able to get the ball to his receivers. In motion is Darifield. Hand off to Hunt. No, he'll keep it. And Preetbaum is stopped. He'll see where they mark it. Okay, I was going to say, the one guy on the other side is three yards ahead of the other line, Judge. So they're going to move it back about a yard. I would say, I think that was for a loss. So it'll be second down and 11. You know, that's the thing, reading that in, he's just got to make a commitment to go north and south on he, that one. He does, and he's got to make a quick read, too. At that point, he came and just didn't quite want to commit to going, what the coaches say, sticking his foot in the dirt and moving forward. He was going to try to go around the outside with his speed. That's a hard thing to, to not do. And now we're going to have to call a timeout. As the play clock was running down. So that'll be the first time out for Plymouth. And we're going to take a quick break as well. You're listening to Plymouth football on WTCA. 818 to play in the first 7 nothing Concord. Back after a 30-second break. to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon, Joe McKee. The Rockies a little slow getting that one in, so they had to call a timeout to avoid the penalty. And they're back out here, ready to go. Man in motion is Garcia. They'll throw the quick bubble screen out here, and that was dangerous. If that had been a decent pass, say, it's probably that a good was a thing. pick six. Good thing that was a little low pass. Don't know they got a clean handle on that ball. It just came out of his hand kind of funny. And that is incomplete, but the closest receiver was Deshaun Emerson, who's the outside linebacker out here. He was not fooled for a heartbeat. And that is that is the most difficult throw in this offense. It, he can't find the seams. Mm -hmm. He's got to grab it and just throw it. Some pressure coming. He'll keep it on the fake, and he'll get back to the original line of scrimmage, and it'll be fourth and ten. Well, it looks so, like they're bringing their punting team in. Nice start, but Boggs down after that, so Plymouth will have to punt it away. And so Kriegbaum will be on to do that. Football's at the 35 and back to receive it for Concord will be Jack Darcy. And he'll set up about the 39. Snap is over the head of Creek bomb. Somehow he caught it, and somehow he got the kickoff. Well, I don't know how that happened, but the uh, snap was yeah. well high. Somehow Lennon got up there, left the earth's gravity, and 
grabbed it, came back down, and was able to get enough space to kick it. It'll go out of bounds at the Concord 48. They'll have it first and 10. That exchange has been a tough one all year long. And once again, you got Thad Pletcher out, who is your normal center, and Connor DeLee back there again. He played there last year, but has been playing tackle all year this year. <clears throat> Concord back out. Dutton takes a snap, looking to throw again. He'll go over the middle. Man, he is wide open. He hits him. He'll have to die. Oh, that's going to bring some. Yeah, I think that official missed that. Yeah, I think he there. did. Darcy he was shielded a, from that. Made a great catch. He went across the middle. It was a little bit long. He extended. And the thing that makes me think he made it was he caught it in midair and then rolled to land on his back and kept it. And the receiver came up like he caught it. I mean, he was shocked. It was sure called looked like it to me, but it'll come back second and 10. It was wide open. Now Plymouth will bring some pressure. There we go. And Hooley had him, but Hackworth, big, strong running back, will get the first down. They had him after a loss and just couldn't bring him down. We did. The initial contact was in the backfield. We, we can't miss tackles. So first and 10. Football just outside the 40 in Plymouth Territory. Men in the slot to both sides. Dutton ready. Snap comes. He'll hand it off to Hackworth. Big hole, but it closes quickly. Nice job to close it down, but not before Hackworth can get five. Darafield with the tackle. And once again, Concord does not huddle. I see their right tackle looked pretty big, Rusty. I looked it up. He's 6'7", 335. Yeah, they got a couple of 300-pound guys in the line. Uh, I think I'd run that way, too. I, good choice. <laughs> Man of the slots to both sides. Nothing waiting to get the snap. He's ready to go. And he'll come back. He's looking to throw again. Men dragging across the middle. He's looking for more deep. He can't get him. Rushed out of the pocket. He'll just throw it down the sideline. And Garcia saved the catch there. That's good play. As Garcia went in the air, he caught it. But Devontae smacked him out of bounds. So he came down with it out of bounds. Dunn got kind of greedy there. He could have ran for that first down. He was waiting for... Uh, he was waiting for more to come open behind everybody. They drugged all the receivers across going to the right and ran more on a fly back down the middle, and he was not quite open when Plymouth pressure got to him. So that made a difference, 6.15 to play in the first. Dutton with trips to the left. Plymouth showing blitz. They bring it. Hooley comes Ooh. free, and Norris is in there. Navajar chasing Dutton now, oh. and almost an amazing catch out there. Dutton got it away, and Moore just behind him just couldn't bring it back in. But I like what Plymouth did there. They put some pressure on him, made him throw against the grain. That's a hard throw to make. They have to continue to do that. And Hackward did a save the play. He made a great play to pick up Hooley on the blitz. He was coming free. So you're running back and obviously block. He made that happen. or It would have been a big loss. Big play for Plymouth here. This would be a nice stop for him. Dutton, fourth and five. Plymouth. Single coverage out here. They're going to play for the blitz. They do it again. 
picked up coming across the middle and a nice play by Sheely. It was very (laughs) close. Oh, yeah. But Michael Sheely with a big defensive play and Concord will turn it over on downs. There you go. There's one of your small victories. That that was a great defensive stand for Plymouth. I mean, they played the ball well there. Exactly. Now you need a break. Kriegbaum will bring him out. Offense will start again. 6.02 to play in the first period. We are only in the first period. <laughs> and you throw every play, the clock stops every play. So 6.02 to play in the first. Kriegbaum ready. He's got a man in the slot to the right in motion. Garcia, he'll keep it after the fake to Heine. He gets to the outside. We go. not going to turn the corner on that. Um, Amarian Moore is the guy you got to beat to the spot and turn up field. You are not beating Moore on the edge. That's no. not going to happen. So Lennon with a nice decision, but it closed up fast as Amarian Moore makes a great tackle in open space. Hey, Bruce Ruffing just uh, texted me and says they're outside him and Brady. Brady is up. Oh, really? Home, yeah. Listen to the game. They both said, go Vikings. I don't know what he's he means a by Brown it. fan. Why is he saying go Vikings? Maybe it was a spell check. Maybe I missed I it. I think so. Snap. Okay. And we got a whistle and a flag. It's going to be on Plymouth. They say we were offside, illegal procedure, something. But the pointing was towards the Rockies. So second and nine will lose five. And that's the mistake. We can't do that. No, I mean, that can't happen. So after five yard penalty. It'll move it back to the 32 and Plymouth behind the sticks, as they say. Second and 15. I, I think Bruce said go Browns, Russ. Thanks, thanks for fessing up. I tell you what, it was open out here. It closed up really fast. They had Darafield coming underneath of Bowering. And Lennon Creekbaum had a man in his face. And he, you know, that was kind of a sidearm, kind of like Drew Brees used to throw or something. He was just lucky to get the ball through there. That was a heck of an effort. He had a very large gentleman in his face. And I believe, as strange as it sounds, it's the guy on the other side. I think that was Lance Army. The left tackle, I think the little stunt where he came back around the middle and he was right there. Greek bomb ready. Snap. He'll fake the handoff looking to throw. Man open. Hits him. Garcia. Go. So pick up a seven, but it's still well short of the first down. But it makes it a manageable fourth down play. I'm sure they're going to, they're sending in the punt team, but I. Boy. They're gonna probably think about it, but I don't. At this point, you're still seven to nothing. Five minutes to play in the first. You got some time, and you made a stop. You really almost have to play field position, I think. But I, I know that's not the way coaches think, but that's the way I think. Because that's why I'm not a coach. Now, Concord rushing to get a man on the field. Snap is good. Kick is good. Creek bomb. All the way down to the 30. Darcy will pick it up. He has a wide open lane down the sideline. Gets a block. He's all the way back to the fourth down line of scrimmage. About the original line of scrimmage. So a punt of 35 yards turns into a net of zip. And Concord will have it back at the 40. 
Darcy just took it, sprinted down the sideline. There was nobody touched him till he got across the 50. And Darcy looked pretty he's fast got, there. Yeah, he's <laughs> got a little bit of speed. So they better change. Oh, okay. I thought they better change the sticks. I'm the one that needs to, I'm seeing it wrong, I guess. It's a backwards day. Believe me, it's been a long one already. Plymouth showing pressure. Trips to the right. Dutton back to throw. It's a little screen over the middle to Darcy. Makes a man miss. Back oh. up the middle. Makes another man miss. Breaks a tackle. Wow. It's going to be six. You know what? Just weaved his way Boy, through the defense. Did. Made everybody miss. Broke a tackle, and it was six. That was a heck of a run. Just a little slant route into the middle. They had the other receivers deep. He was wide open, and... The rest, as they say, is history. 13 to nothing now. 4.43 in the first. Aguiar will come on for the extra point. Darcy will hold for the extra point as well. Probably got decent hands. Yeah. He has, watching him, even the ones he hasn't caught, he he, he was catching, if you know what I mean. Snap, yeah. down, kick. Is good. And so it is 14 to nothing with 4.43 to play. Back after this, Plymouth football on WTCA in Plymouth. At St. Joseph Health System in Plymouth, you and your loved ones will find some of the most advanced medical services in the region. While St. Joseph's care level is on par with the big city hospitals, they're different in one very significant way. They treat you with genuine, neighborly, small-town warmth from the moment you enter their doors. They know it's sometimes difficult to visit a loved one in the hospital. The goal at St. Joseph Health System in Plymouth is to make your visit as easy and comfortable as possible. St. Joseph Health System, Plymouth. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon, Joe McKee. It is 14 to nothing, Concord. And Aguiar will cue it up for Concord. He'll kick it away to Devontae Garcia if he kicks it deep. Kicked it into the end zone the last time. I have a feeling he'll do the same here. He looks like he could be a linebacker. He does. He's a big boy. I gotta look that up. I bet you he's more than just a kicker. Well, I got him at 5'10, 175. He kicks it away. It is high. It is deep. Garcia oh. will catch oh. it at the two and made a great balancing catch. He almost went out of bounds and stood up. I tell you what, I thought for sure he was going out of bounds with that. His momentum almost took him out of bounds about the one or two yard line. He's able to get forward. It'll be where are they going to put it down at? It's like about it at the, the 15, 15 right about at the 15. 15. So it'll be first and 10 Rockies here from their own 15. Their third possession of the night. The first two have ended in punts. Heine is the running back, trips to the right. I say that because they've got Garcia spread out a little deeper over there. Darafield on the left is the wing. He'll go in motion. Snap. Pulls it from Heine, pitches it to Darafield. Nice cut inside. Uh, it's going to come back. Yeah. Darafield with a perfect read, waited for his blocking to set up. They opened the, the two defenders open for him. He ran right between them. We got a flag, and I'm sure that's going to be holding. I think it will be. That was a close call. Good block, but they just he kind of held on to it just a little too long. Negates a gain of 14, and so it'll take. 
the Rockies again behind the chains. Again, that's one of those mistakes that this offense we, we you just cannot can't afford. do it. Yeah, and we were talking in the pregame. At this point, you to beat a team like this is not inconceivable, but it is if you don't play a perfect game. And right now, it hasn't been perfect. No. So the ball will go all the way back to the seven, and it'll be first and 18 for the Rockies. In motion is Garcia. Snap. Pulls it from Heine. Pitches it to Garcia. There gets a seam. Gets a hole. Makes a man. He's not going to make Omari and Moore miss. What an, and Once again, what an open field tackle by Moore on Garcia. He, he broke down. You know, he kind of got his base, and he just, yeah. I don't think. Picture perfect tackle. I don't think anybody understands just how hard that is to tackle a guy with that skill set in the open field. That is difficult and more is making it look easy it's the second one like that he's done great play by plymouth big game second down and five now pick up of 12 handoff goes up the middle and now he's into the secondary and they got one man trying to catch him to zoltukian a couple of guys have the angle will they get it yes they do Heine all the way down to the 10. He went through the middle untouched. They hadn't given it to him all day. I think they gave up on that dive. And when you do that in the option, this is what happens. So a huge break and a huge play as Quentin Heine rumbles all the way down to the Concord 11. Ooh, I, I thought he was a little further than that, but he almost fumbled that ball going through the line, too. Looked like Creekbaum almost wanted to pull that. That was a good read. Deshaun Emerson caught him and saved the touchdown. So Plymouth will have it first and 10 at the 11. Trips to the right. Garcia in motion from the right. Oh, and that, okay. You made somebody a little angry. Gabe Mayo was right where, that was right where they ran through before. I think he was saying no. Yep, 5'11", 190-pound senior. Not this time. He was coming. Got the first one, but you ain't doing that to me again. Running downhill, as they say. was coming like a truck. Looks like a truck. He is a big young man. And he makes a big play. Loss of three. Second and 13. Football is at the 13. Snap. Fake handoff. Throw into the corner, man. And it's Mills. Bring it down. Seth Mills on that little fade route back into the right corner. And Creekbaum hit him in the hands, but it was high. I think Mills just kind of turned the wrong way, got kind of whopper jaw, and just kind of, boy, that was a catchable ball. He couldn't come down with it, so 239, clock stop. Plymouth now facing a third down and 13. Boy, that's a missed opportunity. Yeah. And if you're in this game at the end, it's one that, you're going to remember. Creek bomb. Ready? There's some pressure. Coming. He's going to throw it up again. He didn't have, and that was tapped at the line of scrimmage. It was spinning like a helicopter. Lucky it wasn't intercepted. Garcia might have been open for a second. Jarcy misses the interception on the, I, I don't know, pop-up. But I'll tell you what, it was... There was a play there. It just wasn't going to happen. They're going to try the field goal try here. Field goal. Garcia will come on. It'll be a 36-yard try or 31-yard try. 
the, out of the hole to creek mine. Do you fake this, Rusty? No, not at this point. I want points. At least I, that's what I'm thinking. Ooh, that was close. Snap is down. Kick is up. And kick I is good. Got it. Yeah. Last week, Garcia had plenty of leg on a 36-yarder, but it was low. This time, he hits it down the middle. So Plymouth will get on the board with a field goal, and we'll go to break. 2.30 to play in the first 14-3 Concord back after this. TCP, the complete printer at 1920 Jim New Drive in Plymouth, offers 30-plus years of experience printing for individuals, businesses, and corporations. TCP can personalize stationary business cards, pamphlets, brochures, and more with custom designs and layouts. TCP is the area's full-service four-color printer, offering quality offset and letterpress printing. Whether you need invitations, forms, tickets, small or large quantities of digital copies in black and white or color, the complete printer, TCP in Plymouth, is the right choice. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon, Joe McKee, 2.30 to play in the first, and it is 14-3 Concord. Well, you get points, and I think that was important to get in some my points, mind, Sarah. that's very important. I agree. Points. They had that touchdown throw. They could have they had a chance at a touchdown, but coming away three points, that's a victory. That block pass was big too, because that was that was gonna be there in Garcia had split the defenders and one was with Sheely on that outside that side of the field. And Darcy was watching the backfield, so he'll be back deep. For the kick, Amari Moore as well. It's in the air. Coming to the sideline, and is going to bounce out of bounds. So Plymouth kicks it away for the first time in a long time, and it doesn't work. I'll tell you what, special teams has been a mystery. Especially well, the kickoff team. And that's so important to games it, like this. It definitely any game. is. Field position is huge in any game you play. So are they at 35-yard line, Rusty? I believe it's 35. We'll make sure. You can have them kick it again if you want to, but I don't think they'll do that. They'll put it over here on the right hash, and Concord will have it right at the 35. 2.30 to play here in the first, 14-3 to the score. I know Plymouth's been beat a couple times, but they need to keep bringing pressure. They can't let him sit back there and pick him apart. I would agree with you. Dutton looking over the sideline. Once again, Concord will not huddle. They get the call from the sideline. Dutton says he's ready by lifting that leg. He's going to go down the field again. He's got more wide open. He beats Peyton Bonebreak out there. Now, Bonebreak does a good job to ride him out of bounds, but... Got a guy like Amari Moore. He's about 6'4", 6'5", 230, 40, and he runs very, very well. He got about a two- or three-yard separation, and it's a big play, first and 10 at the 29. You're welcome to uh, welcome to varsity football, say, sophomore. Bone breaks listed at 5'7", so that's about a eight-inch yeah. height difference. He has got great speed but he looks like a sophomore don't know they wouldn't do the same play rusty snap going down the middle he's got a man open over shoots him i think that was on purpose he saw garcia sitting there waiting behind mensa and it'll be incomplete boy they do like to throw don't they yeah but that late we have not seen hackworth run more than once and we are still in the first quarter 
219 to play. Dutton says he's ready. Now he'll lift that leg, ready to go. Snap, he'll hand it off. We just said that. I guess they're listening to us. Right up the middle, Hackworth will pick up, I'm going to call it eight. He's going to be down around the 16. Third down and two. Dutton ready to go. He's got one man on the right side. That's more. That'll be the way it is most of the night. Snap is no good. Oh, something happened there. And we got a, I'm saying they have it. Joey Garcia says they got it, and we do. I don't know what happened there, but the ball never left the center. And all the Plymouth players on the ground. There's another yeah. Pick that one up, too. Pick so, the I, that must have slipped out of the center's hand or something because that never came back. It didn't get any further than the line of scrimmage, so Plymouth gets a break. And they'll have it back with 148 to play in the first. First and 10 at the 16-yard line. Let's see what play they have called. What they're talking about down there, coaching staff having a conference with Joey Garcia. Maybe he saw something. Maybe he saw how they can make that happen every play. Well, I say there's the break we were we needed. Pitch goes to Garcia, makes a man miss on the edge. That's another thing they've added here. Creekbaum obviously feels a little bit better with that pitch option than he did a couple of weeks ago. That's the third time we've seen him, and each one has been a positive play with Garcia. Say they've had some success here getting outside of Concord. Which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Second down and two. Clock stopped at 142 in the first. Creek Bomb has him out. He's got trips to the right, single receiver to the left as Darafield way spread out here. In motion goes Garcia. Going to hand it off. No, pitch to Garcia's. Uh, Creek Bomb pulled it, made the pitch. And Garcia's run out of bounds well, Shiley. May have gotten back to the line of scrimmage. Concord kind of read that one a little bit better. They were coming. This is maybe where uh, Creekbomb pulls it and throws one of those little quick dump passes. Well, I think they were trying to point out that maybe the give on that one would have been a good choice. We'll see what they do here. Darafield is going to be the running back. And into the game, a new slot man. I can't see who it is. We'll take the snap, and there you go. Creek Bomb will keep it. He'll pick up about five. I think, I think he's, he's going to have first, first down. down. Yep, they motioned him forward. So first down, Plymouth has Lennon keeps it and sticks his foot in the ground and drives forward. Bone break was the wing on that for one play. I'm not sure if Heine might have had some kind of an equipment issue or what, but he's back out there now. And now Creekbaum gets the play from the sideline. Clock running at 120. We are in the first period. It is 14-3 Concord. And I'm not sure who that is. That is Garcia running back. And he'll get the – no, yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Oh. And a fumble. Uh. And that's going to be a scoop six. 
Kriegbaum faked the handoff to Garcia up the middle, kept it. He got three or four, but fumbled it at the 30. And it was another scoop and score. How many times have you seen that in a high school game? We've seen it three times this year. Yeah. I've never seen that until this year. In Concord, they definitely were tackling the ball there. Well, they get six out of it. So it's 20 to three. We're still in the first quarter. 59 seconds to play. And Aguirre will be gone to try the extra point. Well, once again, you've shown signs of playing well, but you cannot make mistakes. And turning the football over is, well, a mistake. mistake. You can't trade turnovers. Aguirre. Kick is good. So 59 seconds to play in the first. It is 21 to 3. Concord back after this. U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area's student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules committed to our community. Back at Plymouth High School. Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee and... Concord about to kick it off again with a 21-3 lead here in the first period. Miguel Aguiar will tee it up. Got to take a look. See, I like the okay. The numbers are better now. I guess it was because the sun was still out because you can actually see them now. Aguiar is listed as just a kicker and a punter. That's all he was warming up as. He I, never took any snaps or reps. or. He's a soccer player or something. He looks big and athletic. And he'll tee it up. Back deep to receive is Devontae Garcia. The kick is high. The kick is deep. It's to the right side of the end zone. Garcia will pick it up at the three. Comes forward, has some room to get started, and that closes Garcia almost instantly. As he will be drugged down about the 17. So Plymouth will have it back first and 10 at their own 17. Boy, I tell you, you got to get something here. You can't continue to. Yeah, they got to have a bad memory here and not remember what happened in the last series there. Because they, they've had some success on those pitches and that dive with Heine right up the middle. They've had some big plays. Joey Garcia will come out at fullback again. I know they were looking for some options for Heine because they really like him at linebacker too. Snap, and they'll hand it to Garcia, and he'll be forward for about three. There's a fumble. Sandy fumbled again, and they're going to give it to him. So another fumble. Boy, you can't have that back-to-back. It's not six. It'll be first and ten at the 21. 47 seconds still to play in the first quarter. 21 to 3. And I would think Concord right now would go for the jugular. Well, you should. Yep. You just got a turnover deep in the other team's territory. What's the rule? First play needs to take a shot. That's what I would say. And they're bringing a man on here late. Kind of need him. 
Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's your guard on the right side, so you probably need him to play. Snap, back to throw. Dutton, all the time in the world. Over the middle, man is there. Can't bring Ooh. it in. But they did. They they tried. They took a shot at the end zone. Forty seconds left. Twenty-one to three. Dutton said he's got trips to the left. Omari and Moore the single to the right. Snap. Going to hand it to Hackworth, and there's nobody even close. Right straight up the middle for six. Wow. I would say that the line parted like the Red Sea, but there was no sea to begin with. It was just wide open up the middle, and all the way for six, we got a whistle and a flag after the play. Must be some extracurricular. I think it's going to be on Concord. Unsportsmanlike conduct. And that'll come on the, I believe they'll put that on the kickoff. Not sure. It was a dead ball foul. I think I know who it's on because he's going over to have a talk with Craig Kohler. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he's real happy. And so the extra point will be tried. We still have 35 seconds left in the first period. 27 to 3. And now they're going to explain what happened to Concord's head coach. They're bringing the official out who made the call. Yeah, you don't want this game to get out of control here so early. So now they're going to. Sort it out. Kohler will go back to the sideline. And they'll kick the extra point. It'll be Aguiar again. It's a good thing he isn't playing anything else. <laughs> Legs would be a little bit tired. He's getting a workout. He is getting a workout. And we've been playing almost an hour, and we are still in the first period. Aguiar set. Kick is up. And it is good. So we will go to break. 28 to 3, our score. Concord leads it back after this. Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at a competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. Today is a great time to look at the track you've had your eye on. So stop in at MasterTech in Plymouth to look over and test drive one of the new Montana tractors. With a three-year warranty, Montana tractors are built for rugged, reliable performance. Pound for pound, they're today's best buy in utility and compact tractors. Plus, you can match your tractor to a wide... Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee. 35 seconds still to play in the first quarter. <laughs> and 28 to 3, our score. Aguiar will kick it off and 
Garcia will be a little closer than the goal line this time, and he's reminding his other. They've got him back 15 yards yeah. for that personal foul. So they'll kick off from the 25, and Garcia will set up at the 15. Garcia should get a good return here. I mean, he's going to have a little extra room and should be able to get a running start at this catch. And that's one of the things that we from last week. He had one of those that you dream of as a kick returner. He's in full sprint, and he was not going to get caught, and it went right past him. He'll pick this one up. Great catch. He'll go forward, makes a man miss. Gets a block. He'll be down about the 35. Caught it at the 13, but, yeah, he's coming forward full sprint. You know what I'm talking about. There was Nobody was even going to be able to close on him. He was going to go right up the middle for six and just went right straight, hit him right in the chest and went straight down. And it's like, oh. I mean, I'm sure that he was just, man, I had one. But Plymouth needs a break. 28-3, 29 seconds. Bone in the game. He's in motion. Oh! And Monte Garcia is they called him. leveled. And guess who was there again? I think that was a fumble, too. They called him down, uh, they though. Called him down, they called him down, but, boy, he got. Gabe Mayo has started introducing himself rudely to everybody on the other side of the ball. I think he got burned on the one play, and he is trying to make it immediately clear that you really don't want to come to the left side of the line. I will make you pay for it. So now that ends the first quarter, and we'll take a short break. It is 28-3 Concord, back with quarter number two after this. Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible, and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. Having problems with your well or need a new well? Call Montgomery Well Drilling. They're a complete water system service where they deal with residential and industrial wells from 4 to 12 inches. Montgomery Well Drilling uses a rotary well drilling system with a constant pressure water system installed. Montgomery Well also has 24-hour emergency service, so call Kelvin or Tim at 936-6239 for all your well needs. Montgomery Well Drilling, 12499 Olive Trail, Plymouth, serving the Plymouth community for 30 years. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon, Joe McKee, about to start quarter number two. It is 28-3, Concord. And guess we have a lot of passes thrown in this game, a 50-minute first quarter. <laughs> and a couple turnovers. A couple of turnovers. In motion is Garcia, Plymouth with the football. And Creekbaum will keep it, and he gets hit again. Tries to go up the middle. It's Zoltukian that gets him. No gain on the – well, they're going to give him maybe six inches. Back to about the original line of scrimmage. Yeah. So it'll be second down. All right, third down, I should say. Third and ten. Well, we're trying to get something going. They've had a few bright spots 
play or two here or there, but they haven't been able to sustain anything. And once again, this defense took Mishawaka apart last week. So the fact they've gotten anything is pretty good. And that's not going to be good as uh, Creekbaum gets leveled trying to throw a screen. And then he's able to get it out to Garcia. It was a, a lateral is what it ended up being. And he was run out of bounds almost instantly. There was absolutely nothing there. I don't know who came free up the middle, but Creekbaum was paying a price just for catching the ball. You know, I think I've said this every game, and that Creekbaum's a tough kid. He, he is taking some pops, and he's getting up, and you can tell he's disappointed with him or the team or whatever, but he's he's a fighter. He is a tough kid. And he is, like you said, and there have been some of those hits. I'm shocked he stood up, but he did. Fourth and twelve. Snap is over his head. He'll grab it and try to get some room, and he's tackled. And I think this is going to come all the way back to the line of scrimmage. I think it hit Garcia in the foot. That was ugly from the start. The yeah. snap was high, just like the last one. Somehow, Creekbaum got a hold of it, but they had him in their arms when he tried to kick it. It was basically a ground ball, and it hit Garcia in the foot. I think they're going to put it there. So it actually ends up being a negative punt. Yeah, they're going to put it down. I think it'd be about the 32. They're going to put it down at the 30. But again, so, great job for just getting the ball because that was close to being over his head. Well, keep it out of the end zone. I mean, that's a yeah. snap six. Now, Plymouth looks like they're sending pressure. They'll back out of it. Dutton ready. He'll take the snap. He looks to throw. Has a man after him, Sheely, and Sheely will drag. There we go. And an interception by Norris. There we go. And that was made by pressure. Michael Sheely coming hard on the blitz from the right side. Ran Dutton down from behind. Forced him to leave the pocket and throw an interception to Norris. We we made Dutton roll out. He's a little bit uncomfortable, threw a bad pass. That's what we need to gamble on this. We need to keep doing that. Michael Norris doing double duty tonight. I know they were concerned about that. He's also playing tackle tonight since Thad Pletcher is not able to answer the bell. Plymouth with first and 10 now at the 35, 10.57 in the second. In motion is bone break. They'll hand it off up. No, they'll there we go. Peyton. He gets a hole. He gets into the secondary. And there's that's why they're so high on this guy. He just accelerates and gets all the way out to the 45. Nice play on the pitch. And it'll be first and ten Plymouth. And he's only a sophomore, too. I'm just gonna tell you, I love that kid. He's one of my favorite kids I've ever coached. He came to practice every day with a smile on his face and positive. He's just a, he's one of those guys you like being around. So I'm glad to see him getting some playing time. First and 10, 45. They'll replace him now. Mills comes on. Emotion. Hey, got uh, emotion at the same time. I'm not sure what happened yeah. there. But you had... Garcia in motion one way, Bowering in motion the other way, and it was like two strangers meeting in a subway platform, but when they got to the middle, of, hey, what are you doing here? I was about to ask you the same question. 
10 17 to play a penalty here and those, those yeah. are just yes cannot happen you have a great positive play you're about to yep just killer so illegal motion will they're declining it they're going to decline the penalty so it'll be second down and 12 i think the play was negative play on the run now we're going to have a timeout here with 10 17 to play in the second we're going to take a break back after this John Oliver. We love our customers and we work hard to prove it every day. Buy a car, get free car washes for the life of that car. When your car needs service, we provide a new loaner at no charge. Plus, we give you a complimentary alignment check each time we service your car. That increases tire life. And when you do need tires, we sell them at the lowest price guaranteed. Feel the love at Oliver Ford Lincoln and Plymouth. Back at Plymouth High School. Rockies with a timeout. I don't know. What, what is that flag over there for? On the field? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's uh, one they flew that or threw in the They haven't reverie. gotten it back up yet? Well, hopefully he's walking to it now. Yeah, hopefully he'll that's it. not a new one. There, the yeah, Concord no. coach is going to help him. Yeah, he's going to help him out. So, 28 to 3, our score. Plymouth out of the timeout. They'll come out with Darafield as the running back. Sheely on the wide receiver spot on one side, Mills on the other, powering in motion. They'll fake the pitch to him, roll to the right, nowhere to go as Creekbaum wanted to throw. Now he's not going to take the sack. That's close. He's out of the. He's out of the. And we're going to have a flag. They're going to put intentional grounding. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to do. There was not a receiver within 20 yards of the throw. I think Mike Kirshner's arguing he's out of the tackle box and just couldn't throw it that far, but that's going to be grounding, and it's going to go from, I believe, the is it the point of the foul? No, it's going to be from the line of scrimmage. He had two men in his face the instant that he faked the. He didn't have a chance. Yeah, there was no chance that was going to turn out well. And that's loss of down, too, I believe. Yes, it is. Able to extend the play. It'll come all the way back to the 20. So it'll be second. or a, Yeah, oh, it is loss of down. Third down. And you got to get to the other 45 in order to uh, get a first down. You're at the 20. So that's what, 30, 40 yards? You need a 35. big play. Need a big play. You got a 35-yard <sighs> play in your book? Well, they do. They're sending the house again, and they actually, he did a nice he job. He was smart, he yeah. It away. And literally just tried to overthrow anybody mm -hmm. out there because there was no chance in the world that anything good was going to come out of that either. They just brought pressure from the outside on both sides, and they were both there almost instantly. So now Michael Norris is going to come on, and he'll be the snapper on this one. And that has been an adventure tonight as well, getting a snap on a punt. 10.06 to play in the second period. Lennon will stand back there. He'll have a high snap again. Somehow catches it, somehow gets it off. It'll roll to the 50. Darcy picks it up, breaks a tackle. He'll bring it down to the 38. Once again, a high snap and Lennon has come down with those, goes up with one hand and brings them down. By the time he gets down, 
Concords. They're there. Maybe Lennon just needs to back up two yards. <laughs> the snap will be right on. You know, I, I laughed at that at first, but... When you, know, you really think about it, it might... <laughs> I'm not that smart in geometry, but that's starting to make a little sense to me. 9.56 to play in the half. 28-3. Dutton just waiting. Now he's ready. Snap. Flag on the play. Ball's Bumble. on the ground. And Plymouth has the... Well, they did initially. Let's see. It was rolling around. I think they there. did. Yeah. And Joey Garcia will come out of the pile with it. So let's see what the flag is. Because if it's not... It's going to be procedure on Concord. So, Boy. a break again. How many? Well, they've had many, at least three turnovers. How Rusty. many times this year do you think Concord's turned the ball over three times? Well, uh, at least once. <laughs> I mean, at least once. I know last week against Mishawaka, I saw the quarterback had zero interceptions. So, yeah, we, we've had some chances here. and We've made some nice plays. We just, just got it. Got to sustain Get him. something that's sustained in any way. Well, first and 10, football at the 39. And let's give credit where credit's due, too. They're changing up looks. They're moving people all over the place. Snap. Pitch goes to Bowery. Oh. He is just leveled. Was Creek Mom back? He just pitched it to Bowering coming across, and he just was not going to go anywhere. So, a loss of three. Armin Koltukian with the tackle. Second and 12. You know, Concord's offense has been sputtering here about the last three series, but their defense, their defense is looking is, awful yeah. strong. They're moving, they're changing coverages in the middle of him calling signals. I mean, there's a lot of things going on that you have to see, and that. And when you got the talent level they have out there, I mean, I know more. They talk about him as a receiver. He might be the best corner I've seen since Cam Evelyn was here. And Garcia gets the pitch. He goes and get who, guess who get, runs him down. Marion Moore just closed that thing up, shut off the edge, and tackles him. No gain on it. Yeah, he is... As a cornerback, he's one of the better ones I've seen. And you, you say Cam Evil, and his father's sitting right in front of us, Rusty Rod. <laughs> See, uh, yeah, I, I you just, know, Rod still comes to all the games. I, just great athletic booster. I hope uh, not to play the uh, the old guy doing history card. I hope people understood how special he was. As a, as Cam a was a great he athlete. Was a great and a great cornerback. I mean, they just stopped throwing to that side of the field when he was playing. Snap, throw is block at the line of scrimmage, straight up in the air. Now they're going to say it was chipped, that it's not a fumble. So it'll be fourth down. Just once again, the pocket collapsed. There was a man that maybe could have caught the ball, but you don't know because it got batted down at the line of scrimmage. Concord's got some length up front there. So now Creekbaum will be back on. And we're going to have the, the play that's been the biggest adventure all night. The punt snap. I think this is a good snap, Rusty. Uh, I think this is going to be good. He back two yards, so I we'll think see. So. And it's Look right at it. Right at it. Joe McKee yep. made the call. Hits the ground about the 40. Plymouth will down it there. 42 of Concord. And they'll have it back first and 10. 830 to play in the half. Just need to put him in the right position, Rusty. There you go. Joe McKee with the answer. 
Are those headsets going straight down to the sideline, or what? Well, you, maybe I don't know. We're doing hand signals too. <laughs> yeah. First and ten, Concord. They'll have it at the forty-four yard line. We'll see if uh, Clemson's defense can keep going the way they have been. Not had a bad night against a really good offense. Snap. Dutton will hand it off. Almost a tackle. Hooley has been in that backfield all night. He was not able to get anything more than just a piece of Hackworth. So it's a gain of five. But Caden Hooley has been back there a lot. And that was a gain of six, but it still didn't look smooth for Concord. They just kind of look out of sync. Hunter Dutton, the quarterback, he's got Hackworth to his right. Trips to the right, more to the left. Going to change the play now. Dutton calling it out. And he's ready to go. Snap, back to throw. Looking deep. Has a man more. And he got he it. Got it. What a catch. He did. The defense wasn't bad. Mills was all over him. But even Seth Mills is probably 6'2". Is given a couple of inches to Moore, who just went up as one of those 50-50 balls, and as big and strong as he is, he just won it. And he kept his foot in, too, and that was a big thing. Really good job of coming down, tapping that foot. First and 10 at the 29 is the result. Snap, Dutton to throw. Looking over the middle. Now he's going to go to his second option. That's Jarcy coming back across the middle, and it'll be a gain of about seven. Second and three at the 22. Terrafield on the tackle. Dutton ready to go. He's got trips to the right, more to the left. Plymouth sending some pressure. They'll hand it to Hackworth, who is caught in midair. He tried to leap over the pile and... He got grabbed and taken back down. I think a slight loss there on that I play. Think it could be. Third yeah. down and four. Should mention Alan Barrera. We haven't heard his name for a long time. Not with an injury. He's back in at the corner spot. So good to have him back as well. Third down, snap, Dutton to throw, looking all the way at Moore. It gets him in the flat out there at the 15. Breaks a tackle. He was wrapped up at the 10, broke the tackle of Seth Mills. He's finally driven out by Michael Sheely down at the four. That was just all effort on him. I mean, that nice, nice pattern. Nice throw. They hit him right where he needed to be hit, but he just, that run was all more. He, I wouldn't want to tackle him. <laughs> I wouldn't go high. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I think you got a chance there. Not at all. He's been in the weight room once or twice. In motion, Zoltukian. He'll go to the right side. Snap, Plymouth sending everybody. Hackworth has it, and nobody touches him. So, touchdown on just a little zone play on the right side. He'll go in untouched. It's 34 to 3, and waiting on the extra point. They made that look pretty easy, Rusty. That running play was, well, the last time he touched the ball was 25 yards straight up the middle. So, 
Aguiar will kick it again, trying to make it 35. Snap is good. It's down. The kick is up, and it is good. So Aguiar with the extra point makes it 35-3. to three. We have 6.29 to play in the half. Take a break. Back after this. want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. We're back at, oh, I guess I ought to talk into the microphone. We're back <laughs> at uh, Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee. It's homecoming night. Nice crowd, by the way. It really is. It's a perfect night for oh, football, yeah, Rusty. And you know what today is, Rusty? What is today? It's opening day of deer season. I chose, to be, I chose to be with you tonight other than a wow. tree stand. Tonight. Yeah. So wow. that's saying a lot. Just know I'm, that. I'm touched. Uh, yeah. Does Shelly know? Shelly does know that. <laughs> Try to be sure. <laughs> Opening day of deer season. <laughs> Kick is high and deep. And... Juan <laughs> Day Garcia couldn't have been more uninterested in that. He was already walking to the 20. So it'll be first and 10 Plymouth there. You know, let's see what you bring out now. I mean, I it's starting to get out of your hands again. Lenny Creekbaum will come out. He'll trigger it. Where's the chain gang? You know, I'm telling you. I think that's Bobby is, Gurdon, is Gurdon over, there. over there. He might be. He probably is. I don't, I don't think know. he is. I don't know. They're finally in position. We're ready to go. Garcia in motion. Fake the handoff to the fullback. Absolutely nowhere to go as Creekbomb runs into the back of his lineman, and it'll be second and 10. Absolutely no game. You know, I. John told us in the pregame he was impressed with his defense. I can totally understand why. Oh, I agree. They have great athletes on this on this defense too. They got a lot of length to them yeah. too. I, I and mean, size. Yeah, they're they're fast. They you know they gang tackle. Get a lot of people to the ball. Very disciplined their linemen. Their linemen are really good. So Plymouth out of the huddle. Got a whistle and a flag. I don't know what that could be. Delay oh, game. It's delay game. Got to zero on the play clock again. We've had some penalties, too, that haven't helped us tonight. Well, we talked before about how you really got to play the perfect game to beat a team like this. Well, I don't think it gets any easier next week or the week after. Oh, no, 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 I mean, no. No, you got Northwood Lumen down there. You yeah. got Goshen next week. Snap. They'll hand it off. No. No. Creekbomb will take it. He's got room on the outside. Turns the corner. One. Man to beat is Mensa. He's got the angle though, and he'll run him out of bounds. 
Again, there's another big play. I mean, we've had some really nice plays tonight. That one gets to the outside. They'll mark him out of bounds at the Plymouth 48. But Lennon able to get to that corner and turn it. And then the safety, Mensa, was able to get the angle and run him down. That was the only person going to do it. And so Plymouth will have a first down. Clock stopped because he ran out of bounds. 521 to play in the half. And in the slot to the right. In motion is Garcia. Handoff faked up the middle, and Creekbaum can't turn the corner on that one as he's buried. And he'll lose a yard. Second and 11. Once again, you mentioned it earlier. We've had moments, but there's been no continued. Piney and Creekbaum each had long runs that almost scored each one of them. So Plymouth will have a second and 11. Just need to have a drive and get some points. Trips to the right side, bowering in motion. They'll hand it off. No, Creek Bomb turns the corner again. He's down the sideline, and he'll run out of bounds at about the 30. Mensa was closing on him. And so he'll get the Plymouth. For, oh, they're going to mark him all the way back at the 40. I thought he got all the way down to that's the probably why he stopped running. He probably heard a whistle, Rusty. That's we that kind of both be. looked at each other why he kind of pulled he up had there. A and, lot of green space in yeah. front of him yet, and then just seemed to step out of bounds. Evidently, he did it he all heard the, way the whistle. Back. Yeah, yep. first and 10, football at the 40. So that isn't quite as long a gain as we thought. Another good play. Garcia in motion, fake handoff, and that one's going nowhere. Concord saw that one coming, and another one. Kind of about a yard. Kind of seems like Creek Bomb's trying to put this team on his back right now. I mean, he he's keeping the ball almost every time. I know they've tried to get him more involved with the run game, but once again, I know uh, when Elijah filled in, he was talking about how you read that, and it's not. It's not like a spread read where you've got some time to look at things. This is something that you got to see one quick little thing and make a decision on a dime, and it's not easy to do. Greek bomb back to throw, underthrows Garcia, but he'll catch it anyway, and it'll be a short gain down to 36. I think Creekbaum needed to set his feet there a little bit. He kind of threw that quick, and he had a little more time than what I think he thought he was going to have. There wasn't going to be a lot more there, but you at least want Garcia to have a chance to do something with it with, his, with it in his hands. As it was, he made a nice catch. Got to think you're in four-down territory being oh, on the 36-yard line. You've been in four-down territory since it was 14-3, to three, I think. Creek bomb with the running back, Jerrifield, behind him in motion. Concord's coming. And they missed him. Now he's going to step up. He's not going to get much. <clears throat> tell you what, once again, number 59, Gabe Mayo, just ran by him with that paw out and just couldn't grab him. So a loss brings it to fourth, and we'll call it 10. It's about 10 and a quarter. 10 and a quarter, just under three minutes to go till half. You're going to go for it, obviously. You're in Concord's side of the field. Football is just inside the 40. Darafield, the running back. Big bomb in the pistol. 
in motion is Bowering. Snap. They'll fake the pitch to him. He's got a nothing, nowhere to go. Zoltukian all over him. Oh, and they're they going to they're give him. Wow. The, he was able to somehow get the pass off just to save the sack. And he gets it out there to in the general. That and all that was a big play. That saved him 15 yards. Did save him an easy 15, 20 yards. So Concord will have it back. Thought they were going to call him being down though. That play went was going nowhere from the time it started. So they'll move it to the 39. Well, if Concord chooses, they still have plenty of time with 229 left. With two timeouts. Dutton, the quarterback. He's ready to go. Snap. He'll hand it to Hackworth, who gets to the outside. He'll beat Quintana barely. And there's a loss on that play as Hackworth is run down out on the right side. And Quintana made that play because he strung it out. And let his man come up. Yep. Dutton. Looking to the sideline, got a couple of changes in your wide receivers here for Concord. In the game now is P.J. Johnson at one of those, and also, well, we'll set it for you as soon as we get the play here. Dutton ready, snap. He'll fake the handoff. He's oh, there we go. <clears throat> With a huge sack and a huge loss, he came free. He was there with Hooley. We've been calling Hooley's name all night. He's been back there all the time. And a big loss all the way back to the 25-yard line on a sack by Sheely, just bringing pressure on the outside on that blitz. Concord didn't expect that. Third and 24. Dutton? Well, I'd give him a little more cushion. Rusty. They're playing him up yeah, they're playing pretty man. close. With they're playing a man on everybody out there. They're bringing the house again. They got a man through. Was Johnson, he forces a quick pass to Diarcy, who makes about three people miss. He doesn't get much, but nobody got a clean shot at him either. So he's run out of bounds. It'll be fourth and long and force him to punt. Minute left to play in the half. They'll have to punt it. A lot of things can happen here. Maybe we maybe we're ready for a bad snap here by Concord. That would be nice. Because I believe we get the ball. We do. Out of the time. So you can have a get a score here. You're going to have the ball first. Snap. Good. Kick. Low line drive. Hits about the 43. We'll take a huge Concord bounce. And go all the way down to the 32. And that's where they'll down it. So 52 seconds left, 35 to 3. Plymouth will have the football back first and 10 at their own 32. That was about a 35-yard punt for Concord. You know, we haven't seen that punter this year. You know that guy who, when you hear it hit his foot, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's something. Anybody who's ever seen a pro kicker warm up or kick like that, there's just a sound of it. It's like when a guy hits a ball, hits a home run, that sound of the bat, you know, as soon as it, you hear that sound, that eh, that's going to be close. Yeah. We haven't seen that guy just boom one. I know I'm weird, but I like watching punters. Creek bomb back to throw. He's got a man open and a nice catch by Garcia who get out of bounds, pick up a 13. 
Just floated it out here to the sideline, let Devontae run under it, and it'll be first and 10. Clock stopped at 46. I like that Plymouth's still being aggressive here. Football to 48. Play coming in from the sideline. i tell you what, I, my son comes home every Friday night. He's got all the play sheets in his pockets. Oh. So I start doing the wash, and I could I could make a lot of money selling the play sheets. Emotion is bowering. They'll do the reverse and nothing doing there. Oh, there boy. was nothing but white jersey just standing there waiting for Garcia to run right into him. So a loss of four. Tried that reverse. It's the second time they've gone to that. I'm going to call their last time out with 32 seconds left. And there was nothing but white jerseys anywhere near that football. I don't know if I'd run that play again, that little uh, reverse or counter, because yeah. they've been sitting on that. Yeah, I think maybe we we have run the gamut on that one. Creek Bombs made some nice passes. I, I mean, they big plays. They need one right here, being second and 15 with uh, about 32 seconds to go. You know, I should probably tell you. That Hubman Electric is a complete electrical company. It has to do with electricity. They can install it, troubleshoot it, fix it. Hubman Electric offers free estimates when you need them for residential, commercial, or industrial service. Call 574-953-8601. One of our sponsors here of Rocky Football. Homecoming night at Plymouth. There'll be a lot of festivities. What a great night, though. Perfect night. Get all the king and queen folks out there. Decide you were the homecoming king. No, I wasn't. You no. weren't. Are you kidding me? I thought for sure you were. Oh, I was gangly. I still am. Whistle on a timeout now by Concord. Not sure what Greg Kohler saw that he didn't like, but he'll take a break now too. You weren't the homecoming. I thought we had sure. a lot of good-looking kids in our class, and I just wasn't one of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it's not a it's not a, a beauty contest. No, I, well, personality. You know, back then it kind of was. I know times <laughs> have changed and everything, but I got the face for a radio, Rusty. Hey, uh, I don't know. I thought for sure. I think Lindsay told me. I that. say I you think were... one of our loyal listeners, Mark Lindsay, was homecoming. Oh, was he? he? Might have been. He was a little portly in high school, so. Yeah, but he, yeah, that, yeah, that cute. He uh, did. He still does. Cute, He's yeah. Yeah, he probably had to come off the field at halftime in his yeah, uniform. Yeah, I would think so and, in his uniform, and, and yeah. you know, put the crown on. I think seventy-five was his number. So, yeah, I think. Well, that's why Christian Quintana wears it. It's a tribute to Mark. I it? thought I yeah. thought it was retired. Yeah, okay. Pass long down the field. Garcia on a fly route. He catches he it, it, but he's out of bounds. Perfect pass, but three yards wide of the field. Otherwise, it's a big game. As it is, we'll come back with 26 seconds left. We'll play a third down play. You got to keep that ball in the field to play. Give him a chance. Football at the 30. Devontae saying it was his fault. I don't know if he ran a route a little wider than he should have or what, but. I think 
think that ball just sailed a little I bit. I think so, too. Football is at the 44, third down and 14. Great bomb ready. Stay coming. And they are coming, and he's just got to uh, throw it in the air. Garcia comes back and almost makes an outstanding play, and he would have had a first down. It was a 50-50 ball, basically a jump ball. Lennon had no choice but just to heave that in the air. And Devontae came back. He was fighting Jack Yarsi for it, and neither one of them won. As it went down to the turf, and it'll be fourth and 14. Plymouth will have to punt it back with 19 seconds left. Got to be careful here. Awful dangerous. Snap to Creek Bomb. High snap. He gets it off. High punt. Darcy calls for the fair catch. He'll take it at the 32. So, you got at least one play. I don't know. I think the way the way we've looked so far, I mean, if you're Concord, you're thinking the way we've looked, let's just kneel down. Let's get it. Well, I, I think they got some of their backup linemen in there. It a little does bit. look like they've got a There's couple some of different new people in there. Quarterback's still a starter, but yeah. uh, and a running back, and your wide receivers are all starters. But it looks like they've those got linemen a new, are different. Uh, got a new right guard for sure, and maybe a right tackle over there too. I'm not sure who they are. I can't get their numbers, but they are. Got to think they'll just hand it off here. I got to think so too. Dutton ready to go. He looks back to Hackworth. They're not in victory formation, so they're going to run a play. Dutton's going to keep it oh. and try to throw it, and he throws it right oh. in the arms of Devontae Garcia. Hey, we still got six seconds, We don't Rusty. have a timeout, though. Six seconds to play. Garcia with an interception on a broken play, Oh, and it'll be first and 10 Plymouth at the 24. Now the clock will stop to allow the teams to change. I'm not sure if it starts after the chains are no, set, though. I think it doesn't start till the uh, first snap. But, yeah. boy, what a mistake by Concord. That was a huge one. That's what I'm talking about, a fourth turnover? Yeah, four oh, turnovers man. and a half. I wouldn't want to be in their film session tomorrow. That was just a poor decision. Yeah, he should have just gone down. Yeah. He was in the arms of the defender and then tried to make a play and threw it right into the arms of Garcia. Got one play. Bowering in motion. They fake the hell. There's the one play. It's a fumble on the ground. Concord has it back, I think. That'll be the half. That'll be it. The lineman came in, just swiped it out of Creekbaum's hand as he was looking to throw. That'll end the half. So we have played one half of football here at Plymouth. And we'll go to halftime. The score it's Concord 35, Plymouth 3. We'll be back right after this. At St. Joseph Health System in Plymouth, you and your loved ones will find some of the most advanced medical services in the region. While St. Joseph's care level is on par with the big city hospitals, they're different in one very significant way. They treat you with genuine, neighborly, small-town warmth from the moment you enter their doors. They know it's sometimes difficult to visit a loved one in the hospital. The goal at St. Joseph Health System in Plymouth is to make your visit as easy and comfortable as possible. St. Joseph Health System, Plymouth. 
TCP, the complete printer at 1920 Jim New Drive in Plymouth, offers 30-plus years of experience printing for individuals, businesses, and corporations. TCP can personalize stationary business cards, pamphlets, brochures, and more with custom designs and layouts. TCP is the area's full-service four-color printer, offering quality offset and letterpress printing. Whether you need invitations, forms, tickets, small or large quantities of digital copies in black and white or color, the complete printer, TCP in Plymouth, is the right choice. U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules committed to our community. from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board certified and fellowship trained surgeons, Dr. Lisa Ronbach and Dr. Jeffrey Sheedy at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574-223-9525 and come to expect the best. Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at a competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. Back at Plymouth High School. Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee, and we're at halftime. It's 35-3 to here, and the homecoming candidates being introduced. It's an interesting night. You got all kinds of – saw Colonel Sanders here a little bit earlier. You know, I don't know if it's dress-up night or what, but you said that one uh, painter guy. Bob, Bob Ross. Bob Ross is down there. He's and down here tonight. Cookie monsters are all over. They're handing out cookies. I know. That's uh, and we were stuck up here. We do have a mobile mic, right? Maybe we could go down there and we could do some quick interviews. Didn't bring it tonight, but yeah, perfect night. I, it's probably down in the 60s. The band's getting ready to play. Yep. You got the homecoming court walking out in the field, and you know, I don't even know who any of these these uh, these folks are. I know the uh, the, the Holton girl is a volleyball player. See, if I didn't cover them in, in sports, I have no idea who they are. So, well, um, Skyler Akers down here, Andy Akers' son. Okay, I you know more than I do here, Rusty. Yeah, well, you know, I had a kid who just graduated a couple of years yeah. ago, so I still have some. If they're in that junior senior class, there's a chance I might know who they are. But and you cover every sport for one, yeah, so I know. But uh, see, I like that outfit though. Colonel Sanders? No, the oh. guy coming out. I don't know who this is. He's got tennis shoes tennis on. Tennis shoes on. I but like I like that. that too. Yeah, he's sporting a really, uh -huh. really good look. That—that's my look. I, the, the, the shirt and tie with the tennis shoes. It's confidence. Is what? It, yes, it is. Yes, definitely confidence. That says that says I'm formal, <laughs> but you know I can still have yeah. a good time. So you know. <laughs> So they're introducing all the candidates right now. Maybe we'll get the winner if we can get somebody to give it to us. We'll let you know. But um, And you mentioned the band. They're out here as well. 
Uh, we should mention the uh, uh, what a fall yeah. festival. Yeah, is tomorrow. Is that tomorrow? What time yeah. does that start? Uh, tomorrow at four, I believe. And if you have not seen a high school marching band in the last, oh, I don't know, fifteen years, ten years, you you really ought to come out and take a look. It's a fundraiser for the band program at Plymouth, and um, it's ten dollars to get in. But you're gonna, it, it's. You're not going to believe what you see. I mean, it's like a Broadway show out here. They have the the props and the characters and the whole nine yards. It's just amazing to watch. And they'll have some of the best um, in northern yeah. Indiana. Concord Band is going to be here. Okay. Um, so um, you, you come on out, support the band program, and see some really just some really great performances. I know that I got in for free when we used to live over on Berkeley because the uh, – they would all warm up in that field in front of my house. Mm -hmm. So I got to watch the show for nothing. Huh. They would do it down there. We'd just kind of look out the window. Sit <sighs> That's where I got and started seeing all this stuff, because they'd be in the front of my house one day, and I'm like, this, what? Is, this is interesting. Okay, now it's supposed to rain tomorrow. This may be yeah. a stupid question. They'll still do it in the rain. They'll still they? do it in the okay. rain as long as there is no lightning and as long as... It's not unsafe. That's another mm -hmm. reason why the turf field is a good thing, because there's not the mud issue. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> the old field used to have little mud puddles uh, here and there. Yeah, because it had divots in it, because that's what happens to a football field as the year goes on when you have you played the, the beginning of the year it's fine it's yeah but then when it gets cold enough the grass doesn't regrow and yeah you becomes, get little pits yeah and, that becomes a difficulty yeah. but mm. uh well, I mean, even the pros, I guess it's Soldier Field in the wintertime when they had grass, they used to just paint it green. Well, they're going to have a new field here coming <laughs> up, aren't they? That's what I heard. Yeah. Wow. Arlington. But the band getting ready to set up here and do their show, too, here at halftime. But otherwise, it's 35-3 Concord with the lead here on homecoming night. And they, you know, I, I got a feeling I know what the topic of discussion at least was for the team section of the halftime talk is do you understand they've made four turnovers we we have been given opportunities why can we not rally around the fact that they're not playing well i you know and that has to be frustrating when you've worked on something and you know you got a good plan you know you got a good scheme you know that they're clearly more physically gifted mm -hmm. And yet, you have an opportunity, and you're just not taking advantage of it. Well, we've had two or three turnovers ourselves. Exactly. We've had some poor, timely penalties that really put us behind the eight ball. And we we made big plays, but then we turn right around and not Fumble make big plays. Yeah, I I mean, we shot ourselves in the foot. It's just, it just almost looks like it's a confidence level out there right I now. Would I would agree with you. I mean, they can absolutely do it, but it's it's kind of like they're looking over their shoulder, like, well, what's going to happen next? You know, it's going too good. Something's going to happen. They just need to get over that hump. And boy, it's going to be tough tonight. I mean, Concord's yeah. one of the better teams in northern Indiana, if not the whole state. And they're big, physical, and they're playing for something. They, they you know, they're undefeated in the Northern Lakes Conference. Probably it'll end up being a showdown with the Warsaw. I think that's probably the last game of the yeah, year. I think it is. So that would be a heck of a game to go to. Probably both teams will be in the top ten. I would think. Um, now one's in you know, Warsaw's in six A. Okay. And uh, 
uh, Concorders in 5A, yeah. But, you know, as good as they are, had you taken advantage of your opportunities, you may not be ahead, but you're in this you, game. You, you're much closer. Yeah, and, you know, and some of our other miscues, like the Bosch punts, you know, maybe no, we, yeah. we haven't got a punt blocked yet, but we've got a negative punt. We've got right. zero yard. I mean, we haven't helped ourselves at all. So... I think if you're going into this, if Coach Bear knew that he was going to have four turnovers the first half, he'd take it. I mean, oh, I think I he'd be awful happy team with in it. The state of Indiana would take yeah. turnovers. So, I you know at halftime, you just we get the ball to start the second half. We we found some success getting to the outside, I, and that's kind of surprising because Concord looks so disciplined, but at other times they're they're, they're lost. I know. I, I, offensively that's the thing our defense has actually i know it says 35 to 3 but a lot of that short field and turnovers you, well, you you put your defense behind the eight ball but they've risen to the occasion they've gotten stops they they were especially here in the second quarter concord only scored seven points that second quarter is that first quarter you know 28 points and one of them was a fumble recovery yep so it's kind of been a trend this year for Plymouth getting in the first quarter, just getting behind and getting behind quick. And when you're fighting uphill, it's just so much harder. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, that's any sport. They, any yeah, play. they can't just grind the ball. You know, they can't just three yards, three yards. You know, you're down 35 points. You, you have to do something. So, yeah. And it's a – I don't <laughs> – once again, people have to understand being behind, even if it's just a little bit, it changes everything. You cannot take a chance of any sort. You have to play everything close to the best. You can't see something and say, let's take a shot at that or let's do that. You're strapped by not having the lead. And honestly, we've had the lead once this season, haven't we, against East Noble? First game of the year, seven to six or something right off the bat. Yeah. You wonder what would have happened. Any of those games, if you had at some point been able to get yourself a lead and play in yeah. front instead of playing behind by two or three scores. Well, the whole East Noble game, they were pretty much in it. You know, we had, I think, Creek Bomb threw the ball 40 times. Something silly. It was a whole different offense. But, I mean, they scored 20-some points. I mean, they were in the game the whole time. But it's just... It just seems as the year went on, their confidence has went down a little more, a little more, and I, I don't know how you get it back, Rusty. I, and it's – I don't know either. And we mentioned that over the uh, – at the pregame show is at this point you wonder how much of it is, is mental. I mean, your execution is – and I know this has been a frustrating part for for the coach I know is is watching guys do something well. And then not mm -hmm. seeing that same thing when, when you get out. And it's different. It, it, the speed is different. The mm -hmm. atmosphere is completely different. But you've done it times in practice. What's, you see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But but in practice, like you just said, they're going against ninth and 10th graders. It, you know, yeah. scrimmage. I mean, like the speed is different. That's been a problem, too. I know the numbers have been down enough that a lot of the guys that are able to be, well, I mean, they can't even have a scout team. Right. Because they don't have enough players to have a scout team, which anybody who's played football, a scout team is who gets to learn the way the opposing offense looks and then run plays out of that offense so the defense can actually see them 
other than on and film. you want a good scout team to oh, push yeah. your offense or defense yep. and you know so they're running a half offense or half a defense because of the numbers and they just you know it's just not a real game situation for them and right now uh i know that they've been running half lines and mm -hmm. half, i mean yeah, they're not running a full yeah I mean, they just okay. We're only going to go from from guard tackle end here, and that and that becomes difficult because it all depends on what what's happening on the other half of what your responsibility is. So it becomes a difficulty. Even and I know that we were, believe it or not, we're talking to uh, one of the uh, folks that, that is uh, very involved with the band this morning on the morning talk show, and oh. talked about how every band in the state is down significant I, numbers 35 40 i guess uh concord is down an enormous amount of and they usually have an outstanding have over band. 200, yeah. 300 people and they're way down so it's not just plumas football team it's everything that's going on and and people trying to figure out why are we not getting kids out and it becomes an extreme problem when you're practicing an athletic event to not have juniors and yeah. seniors to place against juniors and seniors yeah. it, it, it's difficult and they got they got to make sure they keep these kids engaged yeah i, I mean you don't want to lose them for next year or the year i mean it it's no russ you know it's not fun losing <laughs> I, I i mean it's well i know <laughs> i know what you mean it's nobody yeah. wants that. no because they're coming out every night they're working hard they're sweating they're you know well you know what i'm what i know you You've done it. I mean, the time you put in to do this. Yeah. Why would you do it if you're just going to come out and, and get beat every night? You got to somehow believe that there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. And, and, and there is. And there that's is. what the coaches need to keep. This, this would be a tough season for the coaches coach. I mean, because they have to keep their kids. They got a good freshman class, which are all dressed. And, you know, that's usually not the case at Plymouth. No. So, you know, they want to, and I, I've seen they've sprinkled some of those freshmen in tonight, like on the kickoff returns and kickoff team, just to keep them involved. Right. I, th I think that's a great idea. I think so, too. And, and you, I'm looking right now, the, the Creek Bombs out there just practicing, taking snaps rep. Just for the center, it looks like um, Garcia and Creek Bomb. I mean, they're just practicing. No other players are on the field anywhere. There's still six minutes to go till half, and they're out there just working on something. Something that the coaches are trying to teach that, them. I think it's that read up the middle on the on the uh, exchange up the middle. I know that Benji's out there right now. Working. This is what he has been working with their running backs and their quarterbacks on. This offense is the same one they yep. ran with him. Mm -hmm. And so he knows it inside and out. So you know that those kids want to win. And this, they really mean something to him because they're out here busting their butt. I think he's running. It looks like. Heine might be done for the night as they're running these plays with Joey Garcia. Now, we saw him. We saw Nathan Darafield. And once again, Darafield is not a fullback. I mean, you're talking about, look, look, let's just size Nathan up for you. you got a guy running against 300-pound lineman who is uh, all of 5'6 and 130 pounds. And he's butting heads with 6'4, 320, 6'1. Yeah, that's. So that's that, that size issue becomes in it but guess what he puts his hat on he goes right in there but but i think you're right about heine because they are you know yeah, they are not he is not there, there. 
and so let me see who this is. I didn't is. see Heine get hurt. This is, says Michael Gibbons. I am not sure that's who it is. I didn't see him get hurt either, but after that second, after that big run, he pretty much disappeared. Oh, it says 25 is that Navarre or Isaac. Oh. Navajar? Oh, that's Navajar. right. Yeah. That's right. He did make that change. So you got, well, you got your two defensive ends now. They're well. plays at fullback, but, you know, if you don't have Quentin Heine, that becomes an enormous problem. I know Connor DeLee has played center as well. Last year was the starting center, but he moved to tackle over the offseason and has been really good on that right tackle position, and he's being forced to go back. And then you also have to bring Norris in at that tackle spot, so now he's double duty. So when you have a number situation like you got, it becomes a domino when somebody has to leave. It's hard to keep that chemistry. I mean, you just keep switching spots and... Yeah, we'll see what happens. Anyway, let's take a break. We'll come back. It is halftime here at Plymouth, 35-3 to 3 our score, and we'll be back after this. Today is a great time to look at the track you've had your eye on. So stop in at MasterTech in Plymouth to look over and test drive one of the new Montana tractors. With a three-year warranty, Montana tractors are built for a rugged, reliable performance. Pound for pound, they're today's best buy in utility and compact tractors. Plus, you can match your tractor to a wide range of American-made Montana implements. See MasterTech in Plymouth and check out the model that's right for you. Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible, and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. Having problems with your well or need a new well? Call Montgomery Well Drilling. They're a complete water system service where they deal with residential and industrial wells from 4 to 12 inches. Montgomery Well Drilling uses a rotary well drilling system with a constant pressure water system installed. Montgomery Well also has 24-hour emergency service, so call Calvin or Tim at 936-6239 for all your well needs. Montgomery Well Drilling, 12499 Olive Trail, Plymouth, serving the Plymouth community for 30 years. John Oliver. We love our customers and we work hard to prove it every day. Buy a car, get free car washes for the life of that car. When your car needs service, we provide a new loaner at no charge. Plus, we give you a complimentary alignment check each time we service your car. That increases tire life. And when you do need tires, we sell them at the lowest price guaranteed. Feel the love at Oliver Ford Lincoln and Plymouth. Back at Plymouth High School, the Rockies are out warming up. Concord on their way back to the field. Thirty-five to three is our halftime score. And uh, as we said a little bit earlier, you had uh, Bob and Kevin Garrity down there in the end zone, running through some stuff. And you know, there's been some confusion at that handoff since Quentin left the game. And once again, I. I don't see him on the sideline either, so I've got to believe that clearly his night is over. But, um, you know, that be, that becomes an issue. 
Um, we've talked about it before with the center quarterback exchange, but in the option, that exchange with your fullback, he's got to know, and I'm, I'm wondering now after some of the fumbles, whether some of that was a fullback who's never had it cold yep. was trying to pull it back and thinking that he was going to drop it. And, and that could mean why, uh, Creek bombs keeping the ball a little bit more because he's just being a little more cautious. So that's something that we'll have to watch as this second half goes on. It's 35 to 3, and Plymouth will have the ball to start the second half. If you're looking for new flooring in the Plymouth area, then visit Artisan Flooring on North Michigan Street in Plymouth. They offer today's newest looks with a large selection of beautiful flooring in stock. They are voted best in Marshall County. Five years in a row for residential or commercial flooring. Call Artisan Flooring today, 574-540-2184. Well, we'll see who Concord decides to come out with here in the second half. I know that we saw a couple of changes on their offensive line. We'll try to keep abreast of that, but they have not played well offensively. If I'm Craig Kohler, I want to see my offense for a while and see what they can do you know what i don't know that i i might sit him rusty really i let it fester let yeah let it fester a little bit you know and send him out because you've had the four turnovers you've had some sloppy play just i don't know that i wouldn't i i think i'd sit him i'm different but i (laughs) i'd make him think about that for a week because then you got a little more you know material for the film tomorrow morning and because you you played in a program with a guy who was known to sit an entire yeah, starting man. lineup yeah. in the middle of the game, so yes. yeah, I think you had. <laughs> I, I'd make them think about it. I I'm sure they heard about it at halftime, but uh, uh, and the the message had to be, guys, can't can't you can't you see what we see? You know, you've had four turnovers. You really, but. Once you, again, yeah, you want to be sharp if you're up 35 to nothing or down. I mean, you you want to play hard all the time, and they seems like they just kind of put the coast button on there a little bit. Um, maybe I don't know. If I had a defense like that, I'd be coasting all the time. Yeah. Of course, I'd probably be running the football nine times out of ten if I had a defense like that. But yeah, I. You know, their quarterback's warming up like he's going to come in. Yeah, I so would think so he has not had Dunman's not had a very good night really. Early no. on, he was on but has had and once again let's attribute some of that let's give some credit we've mentioned Caden Hooley all night long he's been living in the backfield Plymouth has been bringing a lot of pressure they've been very aggressive and once again it goes back to the point you made very early about how we can't let him sit back there and set his feet and throw the football yeah the first couple series he was back there for eight ten seconds oh, yeah. I, I mean all day well the it, one time i come and it looked like he threw it just because he was bored of standing yeah. back there with it but you make him uncomfortable he made a couple bad throws and that one to end the half was a real bad throw oh, yeah. they were really fortunate that Plymouth couldn't cash in on that that was a really bad decision but we weren't able to take advantage of that one. And so, yeah, you only had six seconds. You were only going to have one shot anyway. Well, I. You'd, you'd like to have that shot rather yeah. than having to. Yeah, you know, if sure. this game was really close, that would have been a oh, gigantic yeah. play. I got a feeling if this game were really close, he wouldn't have made that decision. I'm just. I'm just. Don't know why he did in the first place. Yeah, I, you're right. And I'm sure that was a, probably the, the argument that was made to him at halftime. 
So why? Uh, yeah, well, I, no, you got to make better them. decisions. Yeah. yeah. Say that to your kids every because day of the way. They're, yeah, they're going to be playing for a conference championship here coming up. You yes. know, they, they've already got past, well, they have Northridge and Warsaw left. Both tough games. They are coming to the park in their schedule. Yeah. Where they need to be hitting on all cylinders because then you go into the tournament. I, uh, I haven't looked at their sectional yet, but they usually end up in one of the really tough 5A sectionals in, in the state. So they need to be they need to be sharp. And they have offensively they have not now defensively is a different story. Well they they got a chance to win it in I'll say and that's kinda you know Concord's kind of dominate I don't want to say dominate, but they won a lot of NLC titles. I'm sure they want to put another notch in their belt. So well, that is uh it has been historically this game that's decided the champion. Yes. So, twelve minutes to play here in the third, and we'll see what Rockies can draw up as they'll get the football to start the half. Aguiar will tee it up. He will kick it, and it is deep to the right side. It is going to bounce. Ooh! And he almost <laughs> had the perfect kick as it hit. On the goal line, bounce straight up. If that thing was spinning another direction, it's laying a it's foot laying in the end zone. A foot inside yeah. the, it's a foot inside yeah. the end zone now. It would have been a foot outside. And then you got a problem. <laughs> Big problem. So 12 minutes to play. Plymouth with the start of it. 35-3, to three, Concord leads it. Looks like their Concord starters are all out in the field on defense. Their defensive players are out there. That is the. Those are the ones. And let me get a number here. It looks like Garcia starting at fullback. Snap comes to Creekbaum. He'll keep it. Threads his way down the line. He's going to get maybe a yard, not much. Fake the handoff up the middle, took it down the right side, got about a yard. You know, I'm looking, and nine. looking on the sidelines, Rusty. Is that Heine down there sitting on the bench? With his, no. Uh, nope. no, that is not. I don't know who that is, but he's also obviously day okay. is done, no pads and in a sling. So it's somebody with an arm injury. Can't tell, but no, I don't see Quentin anywhere. In motion is Darifield, and once again, the fake handoff. And Creek Bomb on the keeper maybe gets nothing. <laughs> Looked like he might have a yard, but he had nothing on that. So two plays and less than a yard. Be third down now and nine. Just underway here in the third period. Plymouth with their first possession of the second half. And here we have Navajar. He just got back in the, uh, in the lineup this week. Emotion Darafield snap takes a handoff oh. and he was gonna throw <laughs> once again no mail from behind just levels him. So Tukin was in front, mail behind him. I tell you what, that kid is a player. Yes, he is. I he's he's impressed me defensively. They got a couple of guys that are absolutely uh Gabe Mayo has had an outstanding football game, and Moore is really good. 
Big bomb to punt. Snap is good. Kick is off. Ball Darcy will take at the 38. Gets to the outside. And Michael Sheely will throw him out of bounds. So about a 10-yard punt. They'll have it at where the Rockies would have had a first down. Those sticks won't even have to move. They just stay right where they are. They're moving the down marker. That was a good play by Sheely, though. I mean, he almost got the corner there. That was nice play. So Diarcy brings it back to the 30. It'll be first and 10. Looks like their starters are out there. They are out there. Can't think they'd let him go more than one series. I'm sorry, Rusty. Hooten ready. Or Dutton, I'm sorry, ready. Wanted to call him Hooten all night. Once again, a lot of time to throw. The pocket collapses finally. With Navajar making a cat or making a tackle, so a loss of a yard on the first play. Once again, I once in a while, they've had some success, but not since early. Now we're going to have Navajar has to come off. I don't know why, but he will come to the sideline, and they'll have to make a replacement. It's going to be Sills. And Sills is undersized, to say the least. David Sills is a sophomore. He's 6'2", 179. So Dutton has his team ready. Play is called. He's got men in the slot to both sides. Hackworth, the running back. Snap, he's back to throw again. Looking into the end zone. He's got a man out there. And catches it and just backpedals into the end zone. I think that's why Darcy let him have one series or so. He's tossed it up. Darcy just kind of standing there backpedaling and just goes into the end zone. So seven more, six more, I guess, right now, 41 to three. And Aguiar will come on to attempt the extra point. Darcy will hold it. Snap is down. The kick is up, and it is good. So, with 9.09 to play in the third, it is 42 to 3, Concord. Take a break. Right back. Want to know what's going on in Marshall County? Just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon, Joe McKee, and it is 42-3. Concord with the lead. Devontae Garcia will be back to receive. The 40 to kick off. See if he tries to do that. I have a feeling he's been practicing that and wanted to try it. Every kicker wants to have it hit on the goal line and bounce back out because then it's a free ball if the 
person receiving gives up on it. So this one's right down the middle. It's hard and halfway into the end zone. So it'll be a touchback and we'll come back the other way at the 20. One will have first and 10, their second possession here in the second half. So 42-3 the score. Looks like Concord's starting to sub in some players. Got some new defensive linemen coming on. They're going to keep the same in their uh, secondary for the most part. We've got a new safety out here. And that is number 25, Darian Decker. Snap, hand to Garcia. He's got nowhere to go, nothing but white jerseys around him, and he'll be drugged down for a loss of two. That play didn't look very smooth there. No, it didn't. I, I didn't like that play. I mean, if that's the way it's supposed to be, that's... It was almost dead in the backfield. He came to a dead stance almost. So Creek Bomb gets a call from the sideline. Eight nineteen and counting here in the third. And that's Navajar at fullback now. In motion is Garcia. They'll hand it to him. That's a better play. Gets to the outside, cuts the corner. He's down the sideline. They'll drag him down. They'll mark him at the 35. I think that was exactly the same play. I agree. But they ran it correctly. That was. That looked exactly a lot better. The yes. Same play. I was hoping the other play. You were hoping was that was the yeah. way it was supposed to run. No, that looked smooth yeah. there. That was a nice play. Garcia came through and just everything came to a stop the first time. And that time he went right around that edge and. Took that handoff moving. So now they'll have first and 10 in motion. Garcia, they'll hand him the same play same again. Play, yep. And he'll get Garcia, three or four more. So it'll be second down. Pick up of three. Second and seven. Let's see what they call here. Third or second. Correction, second and seven. Great bomb has him out of the huddle. Sharing some information with Navar. Emotion Garcia, snap. He'll take it, fake the handoff, bounces off a tackle. He's going to get run down. He still bounces off another tackle. So support tackling on the edge, but Lennon just keeps trying to extend the play, and he'll be close to a first down. Really, that was all effort there. What what, what heart he has playing. He He's playing so hard times. tonight. Ooh, I don't know. They gave him a pretty bad spot. He's all the way back at the 41. I thought he was clear up around the 38, 39, but went with now with four to get a first down. You got two plays to get it. There's no way that you're going to be not going on four down. Same play. To Garcia, he'll go up the middle. They got that one figured out. Yeah. Goes nowhere. So it'll be fourth down now. They'll lose a yard. Well, there looks like they're bringing out the punt team. It looks like they are going to bring out the punt team, and I don't know how you don't. 
short yardage or short field for Concord is not a good idea. Darian Decker will drop back to receive this kick. Greg Baum back to kick it. On a little bit low line drive. It's going to take a hop and a great Plymouth bounce. All the way down to the 18-yard line. So it'll be first and 10 Concord at the 18. Five minutes to play in the third period. About a 42-yard punt there for Lennon. Well, once you get the snap down, it becomes <laughs> a little bit easier. Navajar will come back on. He's on the sideline for a moment. He'll come back in. Alan Barrera once again out here at wide res- or uh, at corner. We haven't seen him in a while. Get him back from entry. I know they want to get Janda back as well. Got some guys that are very athletic. They haven't been able to play because of various issues like COVID or whatever. Snap a new quarterback and a new running back, and they'll get a big gain down 11 yards. That's James Lewis. The running back, Thomas Kinsman, is the new quarterback. So Kinsman, a senior, will take over here. And the running back is James Lewis, as we said. New wide receivers as well out here. We've got Decker is one. And I don't have a number 29, so I have no idea who that is. Kinsman. 350, clock running, 42 to 3. Snap, handoff up the middle, and that'll get a couple. Lewis with the carry down to the 31, second down and nine. I think Concord's just going to kind of just keep it on the ground now, get through this game. Why not? They don't want any injuries. They want to be strong next couple weeks. There at that point in their schedule, they really need to be at full strength. So second and nine, 318. I don't know who their tackle is on this side, but I he's big boy. Don't think I'd want to meet him anywhere where it was one on one because he's going to win. Gensman takes a snap. He'll hand it to Lewis. He'll go forward. Gets a three. Breaks a tackle to the outside. And run out of bounds by Darafield and Joey Garcia. Otherwise, he might have six. And he's all the way down to the 50. And he's the same type of back as their starter. I mean, he's smaller, but really strong, but just shifty. He may be a little faster, actually. He might be. He looked quick there. First and 10 at the 45. Concord leads it 42-3. 14 on the play clock. Kinsman ready to go. Looks it over. Snap. Turns. Hands it to the running back. He'll get about a yard. There we go. Straight dive play by Lewis. Christian Quintana still out there. Quintana's had a nice game tonight, offense and defense. He's a, he's another one that just keeps playing hard. Very good player. And we've said it before, he's a Quintana. It can't be can't be any other way. Minute 44, clock running. 
And a new back on is Jonathan Castaneda. Why didn't they start him? That's a good name to say. Castaneda. Kinsman says he's ready. Snap comes, gets away from him, and the running back picks it up. That was a broken play. James Lewis was the one who ended up picking up the snap as Kinsman couldn't handle it. Dropped right at the feet of Lewis, and he was able to at least keep it from being a disaster. 42-3 our score. Kinsman looking to the sideline. He's getting the play call. Now they're getting back ready. 12 on the play clock. They get the play from the sideline. They never come to a huddle. Kinsman ready. He's ready to go. And they're going to get a delay Delayed game. game. I say, you better go. Delay a game against Concord. Yep, they're going to get a delay a game penalty. So that'll move it back five. And it'll be third down and quite a bit. 20, it looks like. Looks like the same point. Now they're going to have somebody coming on here right at the last second. Oh no, they can and do now that. Now they're going to take him off again. So that's going to be another flag, I would think. Well, ran on the field, ran off the field, and now the third quarter is going to come to an end. So we have played three here at Plymouth, and it is 42 to 3 Concord. Take a break. Back with the final 12. At St. Joseph Health System in Plymouth, you and your loved ones will find some of the most advanced medical services in the region. While St. Joseph's care level is on par with the big city hospitals, they're different in one very significant way. They treat you with genuine, neighborly, small-town warmth from the moment you enter their doors. They know it's sometimes difficult to visit a loved one in the hospital. The goal at St. Joseph Health System in Plymouth is to make your visit as easy and comfortable as possible. St. Joseph Health System, Plymouth. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with Joe McKee. And, Joe, we've talked about this before, but simply only one way to repair your vehicles, isn't there? Only one, yes. That's the right way. Take your cars and trucks to the master. Master Tech in Plymouth, they do it all. Brakes, oil changes, tune-up, and transmissions. Take it to the master. Master Tech, Western Avenue in Plymouth. We are... In quarter number four now, about ready to start it. Concord has the football. It is third down and 19 at the Concord 37. They've got a new quarterback here. That is Thomas Kinsman took over early in the third quarter. Also got a running back, James Lewis. So Kinsman ready. He's got man in the slot to the right. Snap, he'll hand it off to Lewis. He goes straight up the middle. Hooley can't hold him. Gets to the outside. Garfield will try to chase him down. Can't get there. And so it'll be Barrera bringing him to the ground along with Joey Garcia. And that was, a, you know, I, I think they're probably going to end up punting here, but that was still another missed tackle that we had him in the backfield or for no, no gain. We, we need to work on that. I know that's been a point of emphasis for the whole year. Nearly every time we talk to John Barron, he talks about we don't tackle very well. So Concord ready to go. 
Punt snap is good. Kick is high. It is deep. Garcia will watch it bounce all the way to the goal. Oh, did they get it? They got it. It is going to be at the goal line. Oh, boy, they almost let that go in the end zone. P.J. Johnson just let it keep rolling and rolling and rolling and stopped it right at the goal line. So, if it's not one thing, it's another. Did we talk about sometime getting a break? Uh, That was not one of them. As that football will... I don't know how much room there is between the nose of the football and the goal line, but it can't be much. No, I thought that went in. Hey, Garrett Wright just said uh, he's listening. Said you sound good, Rusty. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Garrett. Appreciate that. Go Bears. Uh. <laughs> Rebomb in the uh, end zone. Takes a snap, and that's Boy, be, did I they get him? They're they did. They gave him the safety. Did. Yeah. Yep, so the safety will put two more on the board for Concord. And they'll get the ball back here, too, as well. Plymouth will be forced to free kick it away. So a safety, after a great special teams play, saw a punt roll all the way down to the goal line. First play, they get enough line surge to get Creek Bomb in the end zone. And so it's 44-3 to now, 9.26 to play. There you go, Rusty. Mark just sent you a picture. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, one of my favorite actors of all time. Ah, uh, mine too. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Yes. Was fabulous as the voice of Nigel Thornberry. What? You didn't have kids? I don't know. No, I don't know who that is. I, I, I'm. I'm Probably being really stupid. Fabulous Thornberries. They were a a nature family who went from place to place. Okay, I feel better about myself right now. No, I don't. But you didn't have any kids ever, Joe? Come on, you didn't even watch somebody's kids. Did I did that? But yeah, all right. right. (laughs) That was a staple of my house. He also had a couple other. uh, The one everybody. Concord will call time out here. The one I think everybody probably remembers him for would be uh, uh, the guy in Home Alone. The um, what is it, the concierge? The guy at the hotel. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. I think they'll no, remember from it. Yes. He, the, he was the clown, right? No, I don't. Well, maybe. I think. I don't know. Maybe well, it's entirely possible. I think the original one. He was okay. Okay. He's had a, he was one of the biggest stars on Broadway. Congo. Congo. Yeah. Also, he. Yeah, we're skating around the obvious yeah, one. Obviously, <laughs> Dr. Frankenfurter. Yep. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Just where I was first introduced to it. I watched in that. college. Yes, that was a staple. He still is. Everybody still watches that. I don't know they do, but they should. <laughs> Garcia with the free kick. High in the air. goes down to the 35. It's fielded there by Concord. That is P.J. Johnson. Makes everybody miss. And if Devante can't drag him out of bounds, it's six. He does. And we get flags uh, flying in from 
everywhere. I got a feeling that was a face mask. Think so, or a horse collar. He was up a little high there, but didn't have any choice. So Garcia saves the touchdown, but we'll see for how long. Eight minutes to play in this one. And Concord will have it right down in the shadow of the goalpost again. 44 to 3 the score. And it's going to be a face mask call. He was down at the five is where he got driven out of bounds. And so the half to the distance will bring it inside the three. He just kind of had a second speed there. I mean, he was really patient with that return. And he just saw a hole and he took off. Yep, he sure did. That was just speed on the part of the returner. And everybody just couldn't catch him. So now, Kinsman, Lewis, 7-13 to play. Plymouth send in the house. Why not? And a flag here on the play. That might be offside. Illegal oh. procedure against Concord. That'll move them back five. Well, this could be one of those little victories that Plymouth could take away. If they could get a goal line stand here in the fourth quarter, that would be something. Yes, it would. Thomas Kinsman waiting for the play call. He's got 19 on the play clock, 638 on the game clock. So Kinsman ready to go. 5-4 on the play clock. He'll get the snap right up the middle. And Lewis will be drugged down right around the six. So second and goal. They'll mark it at the six. It's been an interesting night. Once again, the story of the season. Promising moments that have turned into disaster. A break that turns into not a break. I mean, it's just been one thing after another. Execution on one play, no execution on the next one. I mean, the, the story of the game has to be, well, after the snap here, Kinsman waiting, Plymouth sending everybody right up the middle again, and he bounces off. He's going to score. Just bounced off the kind of pile they created and gets six more, so it's 50-3. to three. But this within the, here in the second half, when you run one play with Devontae, and it looks like, where did that yeah. come from? They run the exact same play the next night time, and it's good for 30. I mean, yeah. that's been the story of the night. Timing has been off. Got a lot of new players out there. We still haven't heard. I, I have not seen Quentin Heine even on the sideline. He left after that long run, and they've been uh, using Joey Garcia and also Isaac Navajar as running backs here, kicked by... Aguiar, and neither one of them has played running back this year. So 51 to 3, 450. And honestly, you're at a point where if you're losing guys to injury, you have a problem even bigger than you had before because you were not deep before. Now, I don't know that it wouldn't be smart for Plunk just to throw in some of those freshmen or some of those right I, now and give them a little exposure here on Friday night. I think that that's probably 
coming soon. You don't want to get Creek Bomb or anybody else hurt. And, you know, Concord's kind of got their JV in. And, you know, get. Well, right try. now, you're going to see some new faces back in the uh, back of the kick team. They're trying to get everybody set up. And it appears that it's going to be Blake Mackey, who is a freshman, back to receive this kick. He's at the 10. And then next to him will be Benjamin Lloyd, who is a sophomore. So you've got. Why well, I'm told the freshman class is a pretty strong class. Now, they got some athletes. Your next quarterback is now a freshman. Mm-hmm. You've so, got two very good ones in that class, and they will need to decide who is going to be because the other one's going to be playing somewhere because they're both really athletic guys. Low-line drive kick goes back into the end zone, and that'll come out to the 20. But Blake Mackey is a player they're really high on. I think that's what they're doing. Uh, It looks like their uh, backup offense is coming in. I know I was shocked. Mike Kirshner, the second (laughs) in that freshman class. (laughs) Then, you know, Coach Kirshner knows that class. Yeah, he knows the class. That's for sure. First and 10, football at the 20. Kevin Garrity looks like. Yep, he's in there with the offense. Calling he and uh, Bob have, are the offensive minds here on this team. Handle a lot of the coaching duties during practice, some play calling, and now the I think we're seeing the JV here. Trying to figure out who the running back is. It is Carter Bush, and it's going to back. be Caden Millizer, quarterback. They are very high. A snap gets away from him. He'll just cover it. They're very high on Caden. They're very high on their other quarterback, too, Alexander Ramirez. But Ramirez, I believe, might end up playing some defense because he is a big, strong young man. Caden Millizer. He's a quarterback right now, and I believe that he is. Carter Bush is the running back. Alan Cantero, not Cantero in motion, that's uh, Aiden Riffle, uh, right up the middle on the running play. And that is Bush, 240 and counting. Got a bunch of freshmen class members down here excited to see some people well that's good that's great i think it is too keep this freshman class engaged because they're a strong class coming up through they're excited benjamin lloyd runs the playback on and you know garrett's got the junior high rolling pretty good this year so that's having a good you know there's some good classes coming so we'll see what happens as they got him out of the huddle here, Mill Eyes are ready. Like Mackey in motion. Good job handling a high snap by Mill Eyes. Guts the handoff off. And Bush will go forward for a few. So it'll be fourth and eight. Under two minutes to play. Football will be at the 23. They'll run another play, obviously. Why not? Here's another guy, Max Lewandowski, coming out. I know they like him. There's a lot of players out there that they are really excited to see, but unfortunately, you know as well as I do, it's a rare freshman 
And Bush will go straight up the middle. He'll be drugged down about the 25. The only freshman that I can remember that was really ready to play high school football <laughs> played at Notre Dame. Yeah. So, you know, that that is the kind of player you have to be to have any success as a freshman in that kind of a position. You can find a place to play them from time to And it's any sport. Yeah, they, they're just not quite as mature as what uh, some of the juniors and seniors are, and you can tell. And as talented as they are, it's, they're still not experienced. And if you're lined up with a guy who's got four years' experience against guys like that, that's a different story in any sport. I know I, I lived with a coach one time who said, if you're playing all freshmen on your varsity, that just means your varsity isn't any good. I know that sounds negative, but it's the way it is. If you got to play all freshmen, you're you're in trouble. But you need to get some of them in probably at this point. And Kinsman will take a knee. That should be the last play. But I got a feeling that's going to be on the agenda to see which guys we need to rotate in, which we don't. Yep. Just get them out there and get them battle tested. Once again, you don't want one of your freshmen to get hurt either. No. So that becomes an issue. Well, that's going to end it here. Our final score at Plymouth. Concord wins it 51 to 3. And we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Just play until I get Corbett in here, and then we can hurry up and get this over with. TCP, the complete printer at 1920 Jim New Drive in Plymouth, offers 30-plus years of experience printing for individuals, businesses, and corporations. TCP can personalize stationary business cards, pamphlets, brochures, and more with custom designs and layouts. TCP is the area's full-service four-color printer, offering quality offset and letterpress printing. Whether you need invitations, forms, tickets, small or large quantities of digital copies in black and white or color, the complete printer, TCP in Plymouth, is the right choice. U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules committed to our community. Since 1930, Marshall County RMC has provided dependable electricity and quality service to its members. Marshall County RMC strives to provide dependable electricity at a competitive cost to every member in their rural coverage area. Today, RMC serves roughly 6,000 members. Marshall County RMC, a touchstone energy cooperative. Today is a great time to look at the track you've had your eye on. So stop in at MasterTech in Plymouth to look over and test drive one of the new Montana tractors. With a three-year warranty, Montana tractors are built for a rugged, reliable performance. Pound for pound, they're today's best buy in utility and compact tractors. Plus, you can match your tractor to a wide range of American-made Montana implements. See MasterTech in Plymouth and check out the model that's right for you.
Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. Back at Plymouth High School, Rusty Nixon with uh, Plymouth assistant coach Brent Corbett, and that is a tough one tonight. They pretty much dominated every aspect of the game. They did, you know, after about six minutes in, it was kind of a game, and then all of a sudden, you know, turnover, they take it back for a touchdown, and, and it just flipped. And with, with a good team like Concord, you, you give them an inch, they take a mile. They're they a good team. We were talking about it at halftime, the, the fact that, you know, one of the things that – I thought you'd be talking about was they had four turnovers in the first half and wasn't like there weren't opportunities. It was that you just couldn't get anything consistent going with those opportunities. No. And we gave the ball right back to him. I think we forced four and we gave four. So, I mean, we didn't do anything with the opportunities and when you're playing a team like Concord and, and you know, what they do on offense, you got to capitalize on that. And, you know, they weren't executing very well and we just, we just didn't get the job done. Well, and I know that earlier in the week, John had talked about the fact that their offense is explosive, but their defense was what he was impressed with, with what they did with Mishawaka a week ago and watching them play. They have some amazing athletes on that side of the ball. They do. And Coach Kohler does a great job with the defense. And they're so disciplined. Um, that was the one thing once he took over, that, that team just became a way, way better defensive team. They're more disciplined, and yeah, after you watch what they did to Mishawaka, you're like, oh gosh, you know, we made some big plays. Heine had the big 68-yard run, and we just couldn't couldn't get over the hump. And again, when you're when you're playing teams like Concord, and you know, you're struggling like we are, you got to capitalize on those opportunities. And you had some even offensively. You mentioned the big play. You had a bunch of big plays in this game, and once again, couldn't capitalize punching it in. Yeah, and, that, and that's been our year. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, um, and, and you know, and that's things that we harp on all day at practice. You got to capitalize, got to seize the opportunity, and you know, just trying to build on week by week. And we kind of took a step back this week. I know it's something that you know, maybe you don't want to talk to, but you know, we talked about before the game how much of it now becomes mental because uh, we we talked earlier during the game about the level of confidence that seems to be lacking. I mean, you you get it. Not bad body language, but body language of what's going to happen. Yeah, I think tonight a couple of times we weren't expecting to get hit in the mouth. And yeah. uh, that's we try to tell them all week. It's a different week, guys. Concord is a different week. Plymouth Concord's always been a hard-nosed game. Every team or every year we play, the most physical team wins this game. And we tried to explain that, and we just weren't ready for the fight tonight. Well, I'll let you go. Thanks for stopping in and coach him up, man. I'm going to try. Uh, Brent Corbett with us, assistant coach here at Plymouth. We're going to sum it up. I I know uh, Joe, there really isn't a whole lot to uh, – I don't know what to say. Well, I mean, it was just one of those things. Come back next week. We got Goshen at home. Should be a senior night and be the last home game. Maybe by next week we'll know sectional who our opponent will be going into the sectional. So, you know, we, we got two tough games in the season and then going to sectional. Goshen will be the first one. It'll be here next week. And then, well, Northwood, you don't yeah, need to Northwood, say anything else. Northwood, yeah. The Concord Northwood went to overtime. So, yeah. 
That's well, going to be a tough game. And when you got Northwood players, it, both teams could be 0-9 at that point in the season. It's still going to be a slugfest. And let's be honest, Plymouth's a little down this year, and you know the teams are going to oh, yeah. want to jump on yep. us when they can because well, it's, it's – uh, yeah, we've, we've been on top of the heap so yep, long. I, I mean, they're you got to think they're taking a little pleasure in this. Well, that's when you're – anyway, yeah. that's when the, the, the competitor in you says not – yeah, I, I, and, and that's you, what you need. You're and you've seen that out on the saying, field. You but see that from a bunch of There's them. a bunch of kids on the field that are saying that. Yeah, so I agree with you. Yeah. And that's that's what you got to have. You got to have a – you could use a few more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you got to have that attitude. Not 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 us. Not now. Not, anyway, not us, not now. We're done talking. Yeah. yeah. Final here, 51-3 to three is our final. Concord takes the win. Don't forget, we got the Saturday Morning Coaches Corner coming up tomorrow at 8 o'clock. We have uh, Thursday Night Lights next week, 7 o'clock on Thursday. Uh, Indiana Sports Talk coming up after the game tonight. Uh, Coach Lovell in Indianapolis is going to run you down all the scores and a lot of interviews with uh, all kinds of folks around the state talk about football in the state of Indiana, so don't Miss tuning in for that Indiana Sports Talk. It'll be after uh, all of our football games on Friday night, all of our basketball games when we get to that point. But tonight's rundown. You want to know what happened all over the state of Indiana? Just tune that in. Stay with us after the game's over. Joe, thanks for joining me. Nope, thanks for having me. Uh, Noble, thank you for doing the job you always do. The one constant in our lives is that Noble's going to take care of us. So uh, thank you for that. And thank you to you for listening. We will be back Friday night, 7 o'clock, kickoff here right at Plymouth. And thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. Central defeated Greenwood 35-3 East Central. A high-scoring affair for them beat Connersville 73-6. Eastern Greentown beat Tri-Central 41-6. Eastside beat Fremont in a shutout 49-0. Fairfield beat Garrett.